Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar I'm James. I'm Matt. I'm Cassandra. And welcome to Mixed Bag, where we review the mixed, meh, and muddled films throughout film history. Good one, James. Thanks. <laughs> I requested the intro, and I was like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do the podcast description and yeah, really took, drive it home. We took two tries, because we fucked up the first one. Um, James and I are very tired, because we just came back from holiday. And I ate a lot of meat. Um, so Matt's got like a meat tiredness. Yeah. <laughs> the meat tired. I've got Infamous. meat sweats, meat burps, all the meat related things at El Matador. It's um, like I got a meat platter. And so it tri- looked impressive. Yeah, it looked pretty yeah. good. Trigger warning for the vegetarians and vegans listening. Yes. Because um, <laughs> Matt's going to describe it a, in intimate detail throughout the a, whole podcast. This is not a vegan friendly podcast yeah, in this um, regard. I'm sorry. Drag me in the comments below. Um, and we just came off like probably 36 hours or something. Longer. So it was intended to be a 36 yeah, hours of right. travel, but we had about a 12 hour delay. We were so. flying from Heathrow to Hong Kong. And then they were like, oh, turns out the fuel is bad. We're dumping the fuel and we have to fly. Fly Don't back freak around. out if you see any flames from the side of the thing. <laughs> Dropping the, the side drops. of the flame. Um, so then and then there were all these fire back. engines when we landed back in Heathrow. Yeah. yeah. So, so we had to go back. And so we didn't, we were supposed to arrive yesterday afternoon. And we got in this morning. And then we have slept for the whole day. And then we're like, oh, shit, Matt, come over. We have to do this Yeah. Podcast. We were like, we'll just take a little nap at 10 a.m. And then we wake up at 6 p.m. and be like, what? Oh, no. What have we done? What's happened? <laughs> so for those not in the know... Cass and James went to England and Ireland. Yeah. Because they attended a wedding of we their two friends. We went to our dear friend Dave and Ed's uh, wedding. It was beautiful. It was really lovely. It was so nice. It was, it was in, in Ireland. a place called Clojordan. Yeah, Clojordan. Clojordan. And I was not invited. Matt was not invited. He is not friends with I Dave do or not Ed. know. <laughs> Cass sang a song with her friend Michael and yes, Bridget. Yes, wrote a song. Um, it was very cool. I just want to clarify, I said friend Michael and Bridget, friends Michael and Bridget. Yeah, double Michael and friend Bridget. Can you imagine a person called Michael and Bridget? Oh, this is Michael and Bridget Jones. My friend Michael and Bridget. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Bridget. Um, So, yeah, we had a great time. Went to Edinburgh, saw some Edinburgh Fringe shows. Good stuff, bad stuff. Some West End shows. God, there was one real bad one. We'll talk about it after the pod. The really bad Bell and Sebastian musical we saw, which was like... The disrespect to Bell and Sebastian. I know. I know. Boy with the Arabs. Well, was... There were some high hopes and they were all dashed. Oh, no. <laughs> like, it's re- meant to be really soft and smooth, right? Yeah. Like, yeah it's like and the, then the girl had the wrong voice type. She was doing a musical theatre belt. Anyway. Yeah, no, Bell and Sebastian is real twee and indie. Yeah, it was not. It was, it was, yeah, there was a, not, a lack of understanding of Bell and Sebastian from the people that created this I show. Saw, um, I saw Bell and Sebastian once at Laneway, like a few years ago, and the disrespect, people who were just like waiting for it. FKA Twigs to perform and she was amazing obviously but like no one was singing the Bell and Sebastian songs and I was very upset and chagrined <laughs> know your indie history <laughs> honestly come on laneway peeps oh, man. not just well, upset we'll, but chagrined we'll talk yeah. we'll talk further about this show yeah, yeah. the good shows as well because they were mostly good ones we saw a few clunkers but mostly mm. they were very good so some um, great stuff on the west end too yeah. um, come from away was beautiful was great. Um, and a really cool production of Brandon Jacob Jenkins appropriate 
Yeah. Um, so that was our holiday, but we're going to actually talk about pop culture in the world, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Just so, forgive us if we fall asleep halfway through the podcast, or if James confuses <laughs> the name. Or we have a sudden blank. So before I said uh, Little Woman, but I was meaning... Um, no, no, sorry. Um, I'm mixing it up. I said Pretty Woman when I meant to say Little Woman. I mean, they are pretty. They are pretty. Yeah, that's little. true. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this takes us to Pop Corner. Pop, 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 pop corner. Yeah, so I guess what's up been happening in popular culture? I guess we did the taping of our last episode way before we actually released it. Yeah, I missed you guys. So we've had like a full like month. I had to watch movies by myself. (laughs) I saw Late Night. It was cute. Oh, is it good? It was cute. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I cried. Um, uh, I did not. Sorry. Uh, Edit that out. I don't cry. (laughs) Matt cries a lot in movies all the time. (laughs) Whenever Um, you say edit that out, it is unlikely that I will. If it's more than two minutes in. So I heard. Um, I had heard pretty mixed things, but that's good. Is it all on the charisma of the people? Or yeah, I mean, it was pretty smart. For I was really expecting nothing. I thought it was going to be like meh kind of funny but it was actually really cute and very delightful and very earnest and emma thompson is delivering like a miranda priestly like performance cool which is really cool it's really fun her and mindy have a really cute chemistry um reed scott is in it from veep he's a really good like douchebag oh which one's he he's he's uh dan oh great i just finished veep on the plane um because i i'd gotten right up to the final season and then on the whole day of the whole final season yeah. on there. And it's a, such a beautiful finish to it. It's oh, such a great shot. They you don't like, like it? I like the finale episode, but they were like, like they there were was rushing. Bit... They were rushing to their finish line. Yeah. And then they're trying um, to get a lot of Trumpian kind of stuff in. But yeah. I mean, I just like seeing them all again. Hugh Dancy is also in it. And also John Lithgow, what an underrated actor. He is so good as like Emma Thompson's husband in like a very tiny role. He's very heartbreaking in it. So, ah, you know, got my seal of approval. Yeah. Great. Yeah. We haven't really seen any films other than on the plane for the last no. three Oh, what did you guys see? But, 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 well, you did remind me of a trailer that, um, that also involves Emma Thompson, which... So should we switch to I, trailer watch? Oh, is this trailer? Oh, I forget that they're different. Oh, I I'm know, sorry. I think no, they, it's just like one whole it's, section. It's, it's a, a homogenous, yeah. within the popcorn. Um, well, one the of the ones of the that I oh, talked about also, a couple also, of weeks ago yeah, was yeah. the um, the one with Henry Golding. Um, oh, Last um, Christmas. Last Christmas, which we talked about on the last part, and I hadn't seen it, the full version yeah. of it. Yeah. And I saw it after this. And he's it's definitely so, he's so dead clearly or clearly a ghost or Santa Claus or a ghost or... It's a Paul Feig movie, Paul Feig movie, so I'm, like, kind of optimistic. He did yeah. Bridesmaids and, like, mm. um, other stuff oh, that escapes me at the moment. He did A Simple Favor last year. Oh, the- um, yeah. It's really fun, just, but, uh, yeah, this looks weird. I mean, I, so, I'd only seen, like, half of it last pod, and then, um... So the rest, I'm actually kind of more warmed up to it. It looks a little bit more charming than I thought. Anything that gets Henry Golding more work, I am in favor of, yeah. I think. yeah. Anyway, but we did discuss it a little bit last time, so let's move on to something yeah, else. Yeah, so obviously the big trailer that dropped like straight after we recorded the last one was the conspicuous absence from our last trailer discussion mm. was the oh Little God. Women trailer, um, which I'm a huge fan of Little Women. Um, I grew up with the books. Um, I had not uh, seen it until Kirst introduced me I to the... I made James um, watch the 90s The Winona Ryder version. Um, yeah. Fairly um, recently. Yeah, about um, a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago? You mean about six months ago? I don't know. Time is fluid. <laughs> Time's a flat Time's circle. Time's a flat circle. Um, yeah. In, in, in memorable time. <laughs> it was yesterday. Within living memory, we watched this film. Um, but yeah. Uh, which I always feel was is a... 
you know, in some ways a mixed bag of a film, the 90s version of Little Women. I think there's a lot of stuff that works really well in it, but other stuff that sort of loses a bit in the adaptation. I'm really interested to see where Greta Gerwig's going with this new version of it, which seems to focus a lot more heavily on Joe's, uh, Joe as the lead character and Joe as the the independent, I guess, literary mm, um, Louisa May yeah. Alcott figure. Definitely the trend in the trailer. Yeah. Louisa yeah. May Alcott. So didn't like Irish people, so... <laughs> oh. Shame Sirsh. on you, Louisa. So, Sersh, guess um, what? I mean, last laugh it's a there. tricky thing yeah. with, yeah, like, Roald Dahl was like an anti-Semite. Yeah, and yeah stuff well, everybody like that, writing right? before 1950 definitely was racist. Absolutely. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I, look, so I'm aware of Little Women because it's, like, pervasive in pop culture. I've actually not read the book or watched the 90s movie. Um, but uh, <laughs> this movie is directed by Greta Gerwig and st- stars um, Sir Sharonin, my luminous Irish queen, uh, <laughs> and uh, Timothy Chalamet. Uh, just like, d- d- and we get a sense of the like really like, it, it, the really yeah. hearty Angel scenes from the trailer. Yeah. This film is matnip, is really what we're. Oh, yeah. it's very, one hundred percent. And I mean, they didn't even matnip. shy away. They showed the biggest scene in the trailer, like a bit of it, in terms yeah, of absolutely. their big confrontation. We get to see you get to see some some it's, strong Timothy and Saoirse. Yeah, yeah, Timmy. Mm. and the dancing, yeah. the dancing in the hallway. Very Such good, a special scene. Great gowns, beautiful gowns. Yeah. That's how um, I can refer to Emma Watson's presence in the trailer. Oh, oh can we talk about the Emma Watson of it all? Because, Great gowns, beautiful gowns, man. Because um, I'm very mad at Emma Stone for dropping out of Little Women. She really would have been very good. <laughs> she would have been cool. Um, None of them are, are American. None of the March sisters are American. So yeah. Saoirse is Irish. Um, Saoirse, like we're, we're we're best friends. Of course you are. Um, Florence Pugh. Pugh. <laughs> um, sorry, I don't know how to say her last name. So you make it a vomit sound? <laughs> it's Hugh, right? Pew. Like, like rhyming with Hugh? Like Pew Grant? Yeah. yeah you like sit on a pew, yeah. I think so. Yeah, um, yeah she's, she's English? I don't question She's not American. Uh, she I seems Australian. I don't maybe remember she's, who she is. Yeah. Or maybe she's Scottish. She's in Midsummer, which we also I didn't watched. See yeah. It. Did we talk about that last time? I think no. you did. Did you? No, did I don't think we did. Yeah. Um, I we, really liked her performance in Midsummer. Uh, I, got, I didn't love the film on first kind of seeing it, but I had incredibly high expectations, so I think I'd I, like to see it again sometime. I love the tension that was built throughout Midsummer. I think I won't remember it as much as I remembered Hereditary at the end of last year. Um, but yeah, moving on. Um, yeah, we're well, back to weird pronunciations. And who else is that? You and and um, so Eliza Scanlon. Eliza Scanlon is well. uh, is the third, the fourth sister, and she oh, right. she was in Sharp Objects, and she was amazing. Oh yeah, and that's she's the one Australian. with Amy Adams, yeah. right? Yeah, Slay yeah. yeah. Me Adams. Thank you very much. <laughs> We're going there. Um, is that her new term? Yeah, or Jamie, but I prefer Slay Me Godams. Um, okay, cool. Um, no, I watched the Little Woman trailer and I did not realize that I was a lorry, and I have never even. I, I'm so really hoping. I've that... lent my copy of Little Woman to Matt. He's yeah. not got around to reading it. No, yet. I haven't because I'm reading The Goldfinch at the moment. The movie comes out at the end of the month. It looks your average, but I still want to see There's it. There's a new trailer. Yeah, that's that's a new trailer that dropped. Yeah. Um, apparently, Remind people me are what really. That one is, so it's the one with Ansel Elgort, and he is a boy oh, standing in front of it. Yeah. No, no, he's standing in an art gallery, and he is an explosion, I think, and he steals. A, a very famous picture of a, a goldfinch in the explosion mm, and feels right. a lot of 
guilt around it because yeah. his mum is dying or something. I don't know. Apparently, the the book's like framing is around the Jeffrey Wright character, but Mm. everyone thinks that Luke Mm. Wilson is getting the biggest role, Mm. and everyone's like, "Luke Wilson over Jeffrey Wright? Like, why?" Luke Wilson can be a good actor. He can pull it out of the bag. Seen um, Royal Tenenbaums? He was great in that. Yeah, Yeah. Bottle Rocket. Yeah, Um, Legally Blonde. I'm trying to. Who's in Legally Blonde? Emmett. Oh, 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 he's he's the weird-looking boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, well, well, I'm reading The Goldfinch at the moment, and I'm definitely not picturing Enzo Elgort, but definitely picturing Timothy Chalamet in the lead role. <laughs> well, Chalamet's just been killing it. Another I mean, one of his no, trailers. Yeah. Oh Chalamet's come out again. Um, the King has the King. premiered in v- Venice. It looks fine. Like, I mean, it pictures so, Robert Pattinson with long hair, which really oh, he should with, have had the whole a, time. Apparently, like a Pepe <laughs> Le Pew like, accent, uh, but choked. Um, it's funny because. Cause, cause he's English and he's playing French and f- Timmy can play French. Uh, Timmy is French, in America. Is he French? Yeah, he's his yeah, dad is French. Chalamet. Chalamet. Oh, Timothée yeah, yeah, yeah. Chalamet. Timothée Chalamet. But I mean, <laughs> it's clearly English. a. I mean, Robert's got his other like stuff, and he's also like built more of a platform Lo- of like, hey, Robert I'm a serious cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, Timothy uh, has a hot British accent, um, and Lily Rose Depp is there as a French person. Who's that? Lily Rose Depp. Oh, right. They're yeah. dating, by the way. Oh, yeah. interesting. Cute. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I remember most about the King trailer is his walk on the red carpet. So by that, I mean oh nothing God. about the, the King trailer <laughs> Have you and seen? his walk. Oof. Like that's, Someone was like, it, oh, someone yeah. should tell Tilda Swinton that um, Timothy Steele all of her outfits. <laughs> I mean, they have the same agent, so maybe oh. they have the same costume designer. Sorry, no, wardrobe. Person. Wardrobe. Yeah. Teresa. Yeah. Uh, Whatever it is. The thing that I find weird about that trailer is it's using the Henry the Fourth kind of story, like probably Shakespeare's version of it, but not using any of the language, which is fine. But they've also cast Joel Edgerton um, as Falstaff, yeah. which is just really weird casting. I like Edgerton. You know, I think he's interesting. He's also written it as well. Also a director, quite a bunch. But um, I'm not sure if I can see him as like one of, like well, one of the really great Western roles in literature. Well, like, sir, you should watch cool. Loving. It's on Netflix. Oh, is yeah. he good in that? Oh yeah, Loving oh. with him and Ruth Nega. I've heard good things about yeah. that. Film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like I like, I like his work. Joel, old Joel. I, I saw yeah he he I saw his from the the Gift I think yeah. it was with um Jason Bateman, mm. um, which is a creepy kind of film where he plays a neighbor that. Is like I, I'm a friendly neighbor. Please take my gifts all yeah. the time. Um, it's a good plane movie, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and he like kills a a goldfish or something like that, or a fish of some sort. Um, but I'm just doubtful of the film itself. I think it could be a potential mixed bag to chat about. I, yeah. Look to me, it looks like one of these things that are just like perfectly middle brow, perfectly will sell all right at like art house theaters. Obviously this one is going to be in, on Netflix. Like it reminds me of Mary Queen of Scots. Remind me of yeah. last year. Yeah. Right? Or like yeah. Outlaw King with Chris yeah. Pine. Did yeah. anyone actually see I that? I have never seen any of these films. I will 100% see it for Timmy, but that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, were there any of the trailers that we had that we just been to discuss? Oh, the yes. marriage story ones. Oh my God. Yes. Mm. So the big story out of Venezia. Uh, is sorry that's the venice film festival for the non-pretentious out there i just i did a look just now and, oh, and matt sorry, did a look around yeah. to make sure that we clocked it too. <laughs> um is is no bombeck's marriage story which will also drop on netflix soon hopefully Soon-ish, i guess um i'm smelling best pitch i like, i i am a big adam driver fan he's like one of our best actors. i'm he's just, a, like, he's just so good 
He's great. I've been a fan since girl. It's just so odd as yeah. a performer. There's a bunch of articles. I haven't read them yet, but there's a bunch of articles that are like, Martin Scorsese loves Adam Driver more than yeah. you, which apparently he's just like praising Every his... Every time Martin Scorsese's asked yeah. about anything, he talks about Was he in silence? He wasn't that yes, one eventually? Yes, he was. He was, he was um, it was uh, my boy Andy G. That's and, a mixed um, bag film. Oh, man. That sounds so Remind me what this is. So it's two monks it's that just, go to Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. Um, and they try to convert. To, yeah. yeah. Um, and things go awry, it seems like. Mm. Uh, I remember seeing the trailer for that and being like, oh, maybe I'll see that. And then it's it, it never came into my life joint. again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those Scorsese's that like no one checks out, like um, Bringing like Out Kundun? the Dead and stuff like that, or Kundun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, mm. No, uh, it's giving me big Kramer versus Kramer vibes. Yeah, I mm. think I this like this potentially might be the first film to win best picture. Best picture, sorry, uh, could I think it could be, um, but best actor and best actress since as good as it gets. Mm. Best actress obviously is Tree Johansson, <laughs> but um, look, Hollywood does not care. Clearly, from Green Book winning best picture last year. Yeah. Yeah, they're just. Um, but you who know, are we talk, we're talking about jo- doesn't care around what stuff gets awarded or Johansson, yeah, yeah, or like, yeah. so like they don't have the political, yeah, like, right. <laughs> like, tw- like Twitter can like you know Twitter can rail against can, can rag against, on Scarlett Johansson against the actress, yeah. sorry, bad politics the, transge- wants, the, the transgender Asian tree actress <laughs> uh, Scarlett Johansson, um, who's actually very talented but trash. <laughs> yeah, um, I. I'm not a big fan of Scarlett Johansson as an actor. I know lots of people, like, outside of the political things yeah. about her. I feel like she's often doing the same thing in she most grow, movies I She's see grown on me. I and I don't think it's a bad thing, yeah. but I feel like I think she has quite a more, much more limited range. Yeah, yeah. I think she's than, a movie star. She has yeah, a limited a star. She has a limited range, and if directors know how to use them, she's it's like, incredibly you know, effective. Tom I think she's very, mm. she's very earthy and, like, sensual. I, I, not a lot of people can do those things really well, and I think she's mysterious, but also she's trash. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and all those descriptors, like, something like Under the Skin, like, she works really well yeah. in, because... Um, but mm. I got bored in that film. I'm mm. very excited about Marriage Story, because also it might win Laura Dern her Oscar, and we all need that in the world. I'd be happy with she's, that. She's going to be playing um, uh, Scarlett Johansson's Ruthless Lawyer. Oh! Thank you very oh. much. Fun. Um, and also Alan Alda and Ray Liotta are there as, as um, Adam Driver's lawyers. And I'm very excited to see them. She'll also be going for Little Women at the same time. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, you know, so, maybe yeah. hopefully the Amy Adams thing doesn't come along come and in. cancel them both like, out. In terms un- of... Like, barring exceptional circumstances, she will I feel like Mommy no. is not a big it's enough not character a huge to, no. to... Oh, but yeah. Meryl Streep's... Um, performance in, in the yes. Little Women trailer. She is giving you high camp because have you guys because seen... Because it is a high camp yeah. character. Yeah, but also, it's a silly there's this, I don't think you guys saw this trailer, but the trailer for Steven Soderbergh's The Laundromat came out. No, I want to see that. wild. It's Apparently her and Gary Oldman, right? Yeah, yeah. Gary Oldman is at like a 20 out of 10. Like, oh. full Full on Leon the Professional. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 
Uh, and uh, so Meryl Streep is going to give you different costumes and characters. <laughs> and one of them is a Latina woman. Ooh. So Meryl, you better watch Meryl, your back. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Shit. More of this Latino. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, more discussion to, be, to I mean, happen in this We're movie. all from Africa, really, right? <laughs> oh, famous uh, Meryl. Famous, yes. famous Meryl quotation. <laughs> so this, we are definitely dragging Meryl Streep. <laughs> yes, no, I'm not actually saying that myself. Um, one other trailer that I want to shout out because I feature in it <laughs> is Killer Sofa. So this is a film tragically retitled Killer Sofa because the original title, My Lover, My Lazy Boy, That'll featured be a... That'll uh, $200,000, Yes, Cass. that, that uh, featured a um, uh, Lazy Boy trademarking, I guess. It's now known as a recliner all throughout the trailer and the film because uh, they were concerned that American audiences Killer or international recliner. audiences... New Zealanders just call them Lazy Boys. Yeah. We, it's, a, it's become a, you know... Yeah, but it's, because it's a brand, you're not allowed to do yeah. that. Yeah, anyway... Yeah. So it's about a lazy boy recliner that kills people. Uh, I've seen this film. I would say it is bad. Uh, <laughs> but and I it's think not good. I think it's weirdly entertaining. Like it's um, very entertaining. I, I've not watched. I've only watched a trailer, and it looks wild. I want to see oh, it. Oh, it's wild. Yeah. It's very funny. I don't know if it's funny intentionally. Uh, there's a lot of bits where the sofa has creepy has like like sneaky eyes, <laughs> and yeah. it'll cut to a picture of the actually... sofa leaning around the corner and listening in on people's conversations, which. It's I hilarious. had to help with some of that too. Like yeah. the yeah. scene where I die, because if you look at the trailer, it's all my corpse scenes. Yeah. Um, I had to help operate the lazy boy as it's it killed un- me. He's an uncredited chair puppeteer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as well as being the character of Ralph. Uh, who is viciously murdered by the killer so Yeah, and totally sleazy. Like, I'm I'm a very... Um, well, not even bum. sleazy. You're just like a weird, creepy guy. No, it's, I'm full on... Well, uh, sleazy, I mean creepy. Like, yeah. I'm putting cameras like in her apartment. like a weird stalker dude. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very unexplained. It just doesn't really... <laughs> I don't know. Anyway... If it comes to you, if it comes to a cinema near you, kill a sofa. Like, I, you'll have a good time. The thing with kill a sofa is, I think it has the potential to be like a weird, like late cult night cult, cult classic, classic like movie. Room-esque. It's it's, yeah. it's it's the room of, of killer sofa films. Yeah. Like if if Bernie Rao, the director, plays his cards right, then he can get people I mean, throwing. Bernie Rao is a very you know like what do you throw at the screen? Um, you got to have the equivalent of the spork. What were the differences? Right. I don't even there? know why they throw sporks. For because the room. If there's the there's the picture of spoons. Oh, that's in right. In his apartment, mm, you just maybe you see the random picture of spoons that's framed in his apartment. Right. Um, but you could definitely throw something at Killer Sofa. Yeah. Like buttons. Maybe buttons, maybe buttons of the buttons eyes. From the eyes. Right, sure. Yeah, yeah, you collate your own buttons from Couch home. Couch buttons. Yeah. I don't um, know throwing. Seems a bit derivative to me. <laughs> yeah, you got to think of other things. Other to ways do. to participate. Other yeah. ways to sing along. Yeah. Um. One. One more thing mm. before we go. I also saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which oh, I think yeah. we should definitely talk about if you see it. Um. Quick rundown. I did like it. Um. <laughs> do you want to go in more detail? Or? Yeah. No, it's good. I think um Tarantino is like it's a different key for him. He just takes his time with the scenes. It's very like languid, and um, it's a nice love letter to LA. DiCaprio, really good. Pitt, really cool. Margot Robbie, I thought her character was actually pretty good. A lot of people have complained that she didn't have a lot to do, but I kind of bought the thing that Tarantino didn't want to make her um, one of his Tarantino characters and kind of preserve an integrity to her. And that's how I read it. Even before I dug into the um, the the, the, the interviews and all, all of those, um, yeah. And she's 
surprisingly really good in it. And what do like, you think about the the Bruce Lee scene? Uh, could have done without it. I, I yeah. Yeah, not I, a fan of that scene. Yeah, uh, not a huge fan of that ending, but the whole vibe of the film. I was there, I was just chilling. Cool. Yeah. I, I like that. I liked hearing that it was more languid and more exploratory. I'm yeah, keen to see that. I'll be curious. Yeah, it's both that and it. Uh, part two, no, chapter two. Sorry, um, can't as have of... chapters, and there's only two chapters. Here's the thing: it's long. Why what? is it long? I mean, you gotta, you gotta get that hater time. Like, why don't you just do chapter two and chapter three? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I like the, I like the idea of like you do the kids and then you do the adults. But apparently, they like split them all up and they all have their own individual section. Um, and because there's like five series, of them. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Right? Yeah, yeah, the 1990s was yeah. the Tim Curry. Terrifying Tim Curry clown. Oh my god. I've never seen the miniseries, but I've seen yeah. the. Tim Curry I'm, clips. I'd be keen to check out the full thing sometime. I'm not keen. I will watch. <laughs> I've told James the Sun, like, I will be watching the Bill Hader supercut of it on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, much longer after because I'm a big fan of Bill Hader, but I do not want to watch it because it sounds scary. He's playing like a burnt out stand up comedian. And I'm like, great. <laughs> but apparently he's really moving and really sweet and, yep. yeah, like a good I'm dramatic actor. Sure uh so we're about 24 minutes in so okay. it's about uh, time so probably about time took about just a little bit just a little just a little just a little um yeah. just a little mads mini music corner because i know neither of you guys are music oh uh, yeah, yeah. Keeping up with popular music yeah. absolutely because it's pop corner and it's more than it's just true. movies that's true. that's true guys the vmas of it all the missy elliott of it all Oh yes, the Lizzo of it all I've, hitting I've number seen, one. I've seen them pop up on uh, yeah. on Twitter, but I haven't had a chance to yeah, please watch overseas, the performances. Really seen and guys, the best new things in music: the Normani of it all. Get out of Fifth Harmony, girl. Get your cash. Get your star. Get your um, you know, you should be the star and not Camila who Cabell who. Okay, um, and so. <laughs> And also the Lana Del Rey of it all, the Norman fucking Rockwell of it all. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Taylor Swift lover. Okay, album. She's annoying. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm keen to catch up on some other stuff. Uh, yeah. the, to tell you where I'm up to, <laughs> on the plane, I listened to uh, a bunch of songs that I hadn't heard. The main one that I kind of listened to nearly in full before I... Switched to something else was the what's her name Billie Eilish who like oh, yeah. weird horror movie imagery yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. when you go to um, sleep where do you go or whatever yeah when we when we go to sleep where do we eyes go her title's the really Tumblr, long the stupid yeah. Tumblr one um, Billie Eilish is very talented but incredibly Gen Z and I feel <laughs> old because yeah I'm too old for her music. No, no, I, I, I still listen to her music, but she's also just, I'm just like, now I feel the generational divide. Oh, yeah. Because I, like, when I, when, I think every generation prior has, it's weird, cultural discussion of, like, how, how drugs are glorified. But Gen Z glorifies prescription drugs, which is very interesting to me. Mm. Um I feel like, I mean, is that any different from, like, our generation and, like, like cough medicine? But it shit. wasn't a huge and, cultural yeah. thing. So, like, I guess so. The, the whole XXXTentation stuff, all of these, like, new, like, new generation of artists, like, they're all about their zannies and then... Yeah, yeah was, that was one of her big songs on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting and I feel old. Uh, <laughs> 
but I've still got the pulse on pop culture, so I'll be listening to you, Miss Billie Eilish. You're no lord, though. Let's get that straight. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, without further ado, let's transition into uh, the feature presentation. Um, so, this was my pick. Um, it is the film Bedazzled, which came out in the year 2000, starring, starring Brendan Fraser. I usually say Fraser, and then he Cass doesn't like it. Me. Yeah, yeah, no, there's been interviews. <laughs> I don't his know name why. Is Fraser, there's no I. There, you know, I think it's just because he was famous at the same time as the television show yeah. Fraser, and so people can't handle those two concepts. I would also be uh, very, very pissed if I got compared to Kelsey Grammer. So that's <laughs> <laughs> also starring um, Elizabeth Republican. Elizabeth. Oh, true. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Elizabeth Hurley and um, Francis O'Connor. Um, so this is a film uh, that was selected by me, uh, but I'll briefly get into the synopsis before I talk about why I chose it. Prince, um, you know, uh, Elliot. I was about to say Gould, that's an actor. Elliot, what's his name? Does it have a surname? Yeah. Elliot, Elliot Richards. Elliot, Elliot Richards, Richards is, a, um, is a guy that is trying way too hard. Um, and in his office, he is trying to be cool and hip, and it just comes off as... He's really obnoxious. Like, like Yeah, in the early thousands. He's like trying to pretend that guy, they are busy so they don't have to hang out with him yeah. because he's so awkward and obnoxious. And he's in love um, with... Um, uh, Allison, yeah, played yeah. by Francis O'Connor, who's a attractive co-worker. He does not know, and we don't really know her either. Um, I mean, they've worked together for four years, and he's never talked to her. He's talked yeah. to her one time about the weather. Yeah, and he's incredibly obnoxious and annoying. So, yeah. so he's like, for a start, we're like, who's this guy? I don't really care about him. And then along comes um, the devil, uh, played by Elizabeth Hurley, and um, basically gives him like a Faustian kind of deal that um, to fall in love with to, well, for him, him and Allison to be together. And well, he not sells necessarily. The soul. Like, she just says he can have seven wishes yeah. in exchange for the soul, and, and he hopes that Allison will be. Yeah, together. that boy yeah. just got one thing on his mind. Yeah. yeah. So the reason that I chose this, my special uh, connection with this film. Um, so as a kid, uh, Brendan Fraser was one of the big like heroes in my life for some reason um i really gravitate towards big actors as i think i've said before on the podcast i really like big performances so um the 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 trifecta of of brendan's um kind of films um for me as a kid uh were i'm just trying to i'll try and get the order of this right um and i think it starts with george of the jungle um but i'll just pull it up here George of the Jungle, where he plays George of the Jungle. So he's not doing like Tarzan. He's doing a Tarzan-like character. Um, I did consider this for mixed bag. It is George of the Jungle. Yeah, it's it, fun. It stars him and Leslie Mann, and they. Are, I refused to watch oh, this one as a kid Man. because I was a very big Tarzan fan, and this sure, looked yeah. like shitty Tarzan yeah. to me. Um, but that is delightful. He is doing this huge, big thing, um, big kind of performance, um, and it strangely works. And he's. he's a- he has a dumb face. He's got a dumb face, and he recognizes <laughs> that. Potato face. Yeah. Um, so yeah, George of the Jungle was first in 1997, um, and he's playing opposite Thomas Hayden Church, who is the fiance of Leslie Mann. Um, and they, yeah, it's just a really interesting film. I'd be keen to go back to it because um, it was just so dumb. It's got 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Like the different premises of yes. every Brendan. No, 100. percent No, no. This no. is my this is my history. Okay. This is my this is Would my upbringing. Not? I don't understand. Let's, you, let's, okay. Can we just list so, the films? No, no, no. Oh. George of the Jungle. 
the mummy where he's playing like this right. um, uh, Indiana Jones like character but more goofy fighting skeletons um, skeletons um, and uh, with Rachel Vice. no this is my argument Cass just wait wait for this last <laughs> bit okay and then um, this film bedazzled with him and Elizabeth Hurley and so what I want to say is that these films are perfect for a young budding bisexual like myself because if you think of those and this is kind of a joke from Twitter that I've taken, but extended it to this trifecta. <laughs> We're like, Love look at those credit. couples in each films. Leslie Mann and and Brendan. Uh, so Leslie and Brendan, um, Rachel and Brendan, and then Elizabeth Hurley and Brendan. Like, yeah. those are, those, each of those pairings are very, very attractive, both men and women. Like, I, see, see, there's, a, there's I, a delightful scene in George of the Jungle where he dances and Leslie Mann starts dancing. I know most of the people of our generation yeah. who like most of my female friends that are attracted to men and mo- I I don't know I feel like mostly the women actually have said that Brendan Fraser is a very attractive important part he of their is. childhood right. hugely okay. sexy yeah. man James I know says he agrees I do not find Brendan Fraser attractive and never have I think he seems like a nice dude but he's a potato face but it's charm to me to me it's, it's a very Ross Geller energy he's attractive in like an everyday guy kind of way but he's yeah. also a big doof and he's kind of a, a douchey doof. Like, he's yeah. not necessarily, like, a lovable doof. Uh, yeah. And that's the energy that he comes across as. Like, Yeah, he's kind of, there's a kind of, like, an arrogance. Also, clearly, it go, a lot of people go for Brendan. Also, in terms of attracti- attractiveness, it's it's clearly, Le- oh, not Leslie, sorry. Elizabeth, Rachel Weisz, Leslie Brendan. That's, yeah. that's how I like, remember. Like, like, these sure. are all women who are yeah. hugely leagues above in terms of their attractiveness. All of them are much yeah. more attractive than Brendan Fraser. There's just something about him that um, there's, there's like... a doughboy. Yeah, it. it's, yeah, he's a doughboy. He's like goofy. No, I get it. Like summertime. Yeah, he, he cracks you up. I like a soft And boy. also like he's very oiled in George of the Jungle, which has gave me a lot of confused feelings as a kid, which was great. Anyway, should we talk about the Dazzled specifically? And we yeah. can discuss Wait. the different... There's a lot of different Brendan Fraser. I just want to check on my phone if that was all my so notes. So we can for, talk about... Um, oh, no, one more. I've got one more story around why this is an important film. Okay. Right. Okay, so um, uh, I come from a, uh, a Christian and Anglican kind of background. Um, and so uh, a lot of the stuff that wasn't on the table for, for stuff for me to watch was like... Um, more sexually explicit kind of stuff. So my parents were not keen on any like music videos. Like I only recently <laughs> saw um, oh Slave for You uh, recently when we did it for Mood Porn. I oh, like right, saw the right, trailer gotcha. and I was like, yeah. I mean the video. music video. I and I was out. like, oh wow. If I had seen this as a kid, my parents would be like hard against it. They didn't want C4 playing at all. Um, and so, and they were very against it in... You know, if there were sex scenes in, like, the normal kind of films that they watch, the kind of Judy Dench, like, movies. <laughs> in the BBC oh, yeah. films. With the young, yeah, yeah, yeah. When so, the young so ones have sex. Ladies in Lavender. The yeah. sex scenes in those. T with Mussolini, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, then Dad would go, ah, and walk out and stuff like that. So, like, it's kind of, in that regard, Anglicans are, like, I don't most think this is very very liberal, but this is my your my family. Parents are quite yeah. So like very kind of pretty for a Christian household, pretty chill upbringing, except for like that era of conservatism. Um, and so so stuff like Greece um, when that was on TV, uh, my brother Ben was like, I think I'll watch it, and Mum was like, 
I don't like that. I don't no. think you should. It's very sexual. You know, Sandy's, it's very sexual. Sandy's um, snatch body was too much. Yeah. The they had to sew her into those pants, James. Yeah. yeah. And it might have been more the, the messages of the films, or maybe, I don't know why they were so against Greece, which is pretty... It's pretty mean, tame. Pretty tame. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, and Mr. and Mrs. Smith, mum was like, that was another film that she was like, no. you shouldn't see that. That looks My bad. My mum refused to see that because she was team Jennifer Aniston. Ah. Uh, the Shame on you, mum, for having sides. Not because you're Team Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> and um, uh, but the, and yet somehow this one slipped through. <laughs> this one slipped through the crack. Yes. And I mean, so it's just you know you have those moments of like, oh wow, like uh, like Elizabeth Hurley looks terrific all the way through yeah, the film, wow. uh, and she's being and it's celebrated. Like even though she's the devil, it's you're totally meant to be like pro devil and. You know. yeah. Oh yeah, oh, Elizabeth she's, Hurley she's is yeah. the best part of this movie yeah. by far. <laughs> like, yeah. She's yeah. incredibly charming. She's sexy. She's stylish. Mm. Her costume changes are like amazing. Yeah, <laughs> she has some very good wardrobe. So we first this. see her. So like, um, yeah, we first see her. Uh, Brendan Fraser's uh, character kind of crashes these. This yeah, work all decks. of his work, like friends in heavy quotation marks are saying that they have other things to do and they don't want to hang out with him but well, they don't say it outright they don't want to hang out with him I mean, but he's they're such like a oh I have to go to do this other thing with my other friends and then they're all hanging out without him and he turns up at the bar and is like I hey mean, guys hey guys we all know oh. but we all know that one friend well yeah. friend quotation there's marks there's always that one person that just hangs around like a bad smell and it's definitely Brendan in this case but guys before I don't want to jump too far ahead before we jump over the Giggle TV opening credits. Oh, yes. Should we talk about the opening credits? If we're starting to get into the film, then... Oh, we'll talk about the section and then... Okay. We'll go back. back. Yeah, um, so, be chronological. Yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, Brendan's character... I forgot. Elliot. Elliot. Um, he, crashes, he crashes the drinks and they're all like, this guy... Yeah. Um, and um, they spot over in the corner uh, his great... Paramore, um, yeah, Alison. He's very awkward. Um, he... They sort of tease him into going up and talking to her, and also to get rid of him. So yeah, he, he can't string a sentence to, together. Yeah, yeah, he can barely string it, and she doesn't really know who he is, and it's very awkward. And then um, he's like, ah, "I would do anything to be with that woman," or something like that. Yeah, so I'm like, "I wish." Da da da. And then a pool um, uh, ball rolls up to his feet. And the rock music starts playing, not rock, but you know, upbeat pop starts playing. <laughs> okay, yeah. And introduce Elizabeth Hurley. So, the like, devil. the shot is like, you know, that slow pan yeah. to like this incredibly beautiful woman and, and like, her, this, like tight red dress. This red dress that's like, <laughs> like, like sewn onto her body. Like, if you. <laughs> this is such a weird reference. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit is the easy reference, but the reference in my head was Jennifer Lawrence's Oscar dress when when she got oh, nom- yeah. I mean, yeah, when no. she got nominated for Winter's Bone. Oh, what a, that yeah. was a moment which is burned in my head. Um, she's incredibly sexy, um, and and so so uh, Brendan sidles up to to this woman who is played by Elizabeth Hurley, and um, in her very best Nigella Lawson. Uh, sensual um, fantasy yeah, yeah absolutely uh, and and she basically uh, is all over him yeah. yeah so she like sort of tries to seduce him away from the like literally seduce him away from the bar outside and like uh, sort of makes her of, makes him like pash yeah and then through a series of like quick costume changes she convinces him that he, she is the devil 
and he is going to have to make a deal with her or well, has the opportunity of making a deal with she her. She tries to convince him by getting him a Big Mac. He wishes for a Big Mac. Um, and so she like, drink, goes to McDonald's and so buys literally him travel and he's there. like, that's not but a she's, wish. And then but he's the like, time, I don't believe she's you. Like clicking and yeah. then he's like, oh wait, now I'm in a two-piece leather outfit with it's, a martini. It's, yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's whenever it kind of happens this on is, the phone. This is where yeah. early 2000s fashion shines. It's oh, like, it is so good. My favourite one being from quite a bit later in the film where she's just wearing a t-shirt with a rhinestone spelling out the word bad And she's got a, what do you call it, a tramp stamp with 666. It's very, like her fashion is very Spice Girls to me. Very like yes. it's very I mean the leather the painted leather is very much Britney out of the yeah. oh yeah yeah and the uh, schoolgirl that's Spice Girls too that's, that's yeah. also Britney there's, right there's, oh yeah, Britney yeah yeah of course schoolgirl which is Britney from Baby One More Time and then she's got this <laughs> red leather kind of jumpsuit yeah where it's like very um very uh, oops, I, oops I did it again um, the, the, the diamond um, the diamond uh, glasses yeah. that she wears, I think in the third kind of piece, seem like, yeah, very Spice Girls. So anyway. in this epi- episode, we stand Britney and we hate Meryl. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. And I think it's the British accent as well against like a mostly American, no, that pretty much all American That makes more Spice Girls-y. <laughs> well, yeah, and just uh, sexy and enticing and yeah, um, and yeah. So, she's having a great time. Anyway, in it's great. She's it's very silly. It's like it's the it's, dumbest it's film. It's real dumb. And but this is by Harold Ramis, who like uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, who yeah. wrote Ghostbusters and made and directed, wrote and directed Groundhog Day, as well as a couple of other weird films. Some interesting, some not so much. I think he did. He wrote or directed Year One. And as this well. is adapted oh, right. from another yeah. film, right? So that's a yeah, thing. So yeah. Like so this adapt- is adapted adaptation. from a, a Dudley Moore and Peter Cook um, uh, 60s that film. That makes sense. Dudley Moore uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also um, called Bedazzled, which I haven't yeah. seen. The, the thing with Elizabeth Hurley is, like, you're immediately, like, you feel safe in her hands because she's so comfortable in this role. Yeah. yeah. Well, and she's you need someone for that because, yeah. like, yeah. Brendan can provide that, too, in other films like The Mummy, mm. I think, where he's, like, he starts out kind of a dick, actually, but um, it's pretty soon becomes a bedrock. But this character is so unlikable from the start. Yeah, yeah you need like, to have something that's yeah. an anchor he is for you. Acidic. Because, yeah. Uh, he's annoying. And he's yeah. just like very like, if you're any with any level of social anxiety, then you'll just have all so and much secondhand embarrassment it's from like, watching it's those like, first scenes. He's like the class clown who doesn't know that he's not funny. Or like doesn't yeah. realize that he's the butt of the joke, not, yeah, the, absolutely. not telling yeah. the jokes. Well, um, and the weird thing is like that whole first section of the film, like we, we talk pre the podcast and we'll get into this around it feeling like a series of SNL kind of sketches. That's later yeah. on, but yeah. But that, even that piece, it feels like he's playing, like Elliot feels like a different character to who yeah, he absolutely. becomes later. I would later. say there's not a particularly consistent no. characterization not a great for him. Because right. later he's just like thing. an everyman yeah. kind of like. Yeah. 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 It's, it's odd. That. Anyway, so we took, keep going through plot wise. He's the absolute world's biggest loser. Meets yeah. the devil. Also, uh, one last thing: when Elizabeth Hurley introduces herself, the gag that she has a, a, a calling card that just says <laughs> the, the devil. devil. It's and he's a like, small yep, well, card. Absolutely. Um, and that's how you know she's a bad bitch. <laughs> Where do we jump to after that? Um, so maybe to the underground, the club zone. Oh yeah, so, um, so, yeah, so wait, she... wait. So so let's we glossed over this before. So like she keeps trying to convince him that she's the devil. Yeah. And like she asks him make a wish, and yeah. so he wishes for a Big Mac and some fries. Yeah. And the gag of it is that she's like, she like get on a bus. She literally yeah she literally takes him to McDonald's. And, and the server just... is like, do you want fries? It's like no no no. Just a Big and, Mac and Coke. That's all he wanted. And he has to pay for it. 
Yeah. And so he is understandably unconvinced yeah. um, that uh, she is the devil because of that. And so he's like, okay, I'm going home. She's like, all right, I'll drop you home. Let's go one last trip. Stop they, on the trip. And so and they, they go to this um, weird Lamborghini. But they, yeah, they, they, um, they get into Lamborghini Diablo. Uh, wink, with wink. the number plate, bad one. <laughs> 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 and they go to this poppin' 2000, poppin club. 2000 yeah, it's like, club. It's like an underground rave. And everyone, there's like paparazzo like outside. And they're yeah. like, Elliot, Elliot. You're great. They're all like, everybody inside greets him. They're all they've super got, attractive women. They've got Sexy. a poppin' projector. And all these Some, like, dudes that are like, hey, my men. best friend, yeah, let's hang there's out. There's people dancing in cages. As a w- sexy woman holding a tray of cookies that are apparently just like... <laughs> his grandmother made. And he's like, this made. is the thing that convinces <laughs> me. Basically Wednesday night for me, so... Yeah. <laughs> Including the cookies as well. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta end with something um, also. So yeah. at this point, night. somehow he's still not convinced that she's the devil until she's like, well, how about if I look like this and then transforms into like a man in like a costume store yeah, style the, devil. Yeah, the devil red face. Yeah, and he's like, and, and I'm like, really? That's the thing? Yeah, and he's like, now you? I believe it. Um, after not all her other costume changes, it's the so giant comical, underground yeah. club full of other people. Yeah. Co- anyway. She changes into a man yeah, with, like, a literal red face. Yeah. And yeah. Um, um, that's and then, the thing. And that's... then switches back. And so he's like, well, I'm convinced. Yeah. Um, and so she pulls out a contract. Um, and she's like, hey, if you're keen on doing this wishes thing, you get seven wishes. And he's like, why not six or whatever? And she's like, oh, seven seems right. Um, and, uh, yeah, offers and so um, all he'll a series have to of wishes. pay for is his soul in the classic way. And she's like, well, you don't have, when's the last time you used your soul? You don't even, you know, and like, what's he to talking be fair, about? he does ask the really crucial question. If it's worthless, why do you want it so much? Exactly. And she... Smartly sidesteps the question yeah. <laughs> with her central wiles. Like. <laughs> there's good, uh, there's good line readings around the line of soul. I thought it was quite funny in terms of Brendan's uh, repetition. There's good use of line line deliveries all throughout. I'll give both Brendan him and this. He's like he he gives it his all when he plays goofy. He's not afraid to look stupid. So yeah. Brendan's good at being the yeah. guy going like, "What? What's yeah, going on?" Absolutely. Like he's good at being every so man drawn I, into I a weird situation. I feel like he is like. In on the joke, he's not just a oh. bad actor. Like, oh no, he's I wouldn't say good... he's a bad actor. Yeah. He's just, you know, not like he's not very appealing though. Like, yeah. not yeah. in this role anyway. I'd one hundred percent recommend uh, if people haven't read it already. I don't know which publication, but there was a, a really uh, great. Uh, interview with him yeah, recently about like um, why he sort of dropped off the Mac up mm, yeah, yeah. and he, he's, he's had a really hard life. Yeah, and he's been at a um, I think he has has like a stables or something like that. They yeah, go he lives on a like ranch now with his family. Absolutely, and he Dudley started do right. Yeah, <laughs> and he's Brendan, uh, right. yeah. If you don't know Brendan, <laughs> seems like a real sweet man. Um, <laughs> yeah. a series of kind of tragedies um, with him where he did a lot of his own stunts uh, in his films uh, yes. um, with the mummy and kind of just throwing himself around. And um, he described his body now as just like a a, a, a sack of flesh, really. Oh, like uh, he Brendan. just really pushed himself. And then he was also. Um, uh, sexually assaulted by a, yeah, a famous producer yeah. um, mm. who grabbed him at an event. And, um, yeah, just sounds awful. So basically, he life, just wanted yeah. to get out of the industry at yeah. a certain point after being so big, so that's kind of why he hasn't really done anything for a while. The last but thing I saw him in was Crash in oh, 2005. Uh, no, he, he did the... Um, I uh, think... 
there, there anything else that he's been into? Yeah, there was the okay, Danny so Boyle, the all the money in the world yes. version. Oh, that's right. Truth, played, I think. Yeah, it's it's all the money in the world. No, all oh, the money like, in the world was the was film. Scott. Yeah, but yeah. then the the film version that Danny Boyle made, um, he plays like oh, truth, a truth. The the, the yeah, miniseries with Donald yeah, Sutherland yeah, in the yeah. role. Um, and he plays like a bodyguard wearing a, a cowboy kind of hat. He's just continuing. Oh, sorry, not truth, trust. Um, yeah. Is it, yeah, trust. Um, not a great title. <laughs> no, I mean, we forgot it right away. Yeah. But uh, apparently he's good in that, and it looks like he's called Fletcher Chase. Uh, good name. Mm. Um, and it looks like he's continuing on um, with some career stuff now, so that's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm just getting some chapstick. My lips are falling apart. Oh, good. <laughs> Cass has um, momentarily left gone, the building gone on a, a wild chapstick chase this is an immersive experience um so what i was gonna say is what a weird franchise the mummy is now it's bigger than ever with tom cruise like from like it's not bigger than ever that bombed like i crazy. mean yeah but like getting a bigger star than brendan fraser to take over that franchise yeah it's usually the other way around where it starts with a big star and kind of it gets passed on to an up-and-comer yeah this went on from like a, a, all right star like an all right brendan fraser had like all right star wattage when he was like doing the mummy franchise and now it's passed on to someone like who's a mega star pretty well much. the thing that happened with that is they were making the mummy they were wanting to do this dark universe mm. um kind of um series with Jekyll and Hyde and everything like that yeah. and Tom Universal Monsters Universal Monsters yeah. yeah and Tom Cruise got attached and he was like I want this to be a Tom Cruise flick because that's yeah. what happens with every one of the films that he gets now he's like I'm taking charge of this and apparently that's the film that he came the closest to pretty much just like directing himself um like right, not right. but like just taking so much control um and it's so strange because it's yeah it's got nothing in terms of like the hallmarks of of like a typical kind of monster mm. kind of flick it's just tom cruise and then the monster is like second fiddle right but in terms of the, the mummy um franchise before that you know the original well not original um but the the, the one Fraser that we know one, yeah uh is i was so big into that first one but i've never seen the second third or the, the spin-off scorpion the scorpion King. with Dwayne, Dwayne the rock johnson, the rock johnson. with terrible cgi yeah, yeah i started watching the mummy returns and Dwayne shows up on that one too and the cgi is just, just terrifying the mummy mm, quite scary. story doesn't really appeal to me anymore like when i was a kid i was like yes but now i'm like life's too short to watch another mummy film yeah uh they're kind of and also just <laughs> archaeologists just but going it's not short enough to watch stuff bedazzled yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. back onto it um well why don't we talk about the opening credits yeah let's get the opening that credits off. out of the way um so we open the film james why don't you describe it yeah so it's 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 basically a series of like public domain videos of people like it's walking the world. around it's fast. the city it's life yeah like, it's, it's six billion souls it's kind like of a like a thing. prezi presentation or yes like, yeah yeah, and then so as we see little figures walking around, it will occasionally pause and a little uh, like yellow bubble? label yeah. um, will we'll pop, up pop up and say, like, um, slacker. Um, or, sinner. Yeah, sinner. Saint. Saint. Vegetarian. Ex-hippie. Um, <laughs> yeah, environmentalist, and they're trying to throw something in the bin and it's missing, like yeah, dumb yeah, yeah. little gags like that. And so shout out to Johnny Crawford, who we know listens to this podcast, because... Uh, if you don't see the whole of Bedazzle, just see the opening credits because I had a this giggle. would be entirely your shit. 
Um, it is the weirdest way to start a film, especially with something to do with heaven and hell. Like, and the way, well, the way it transitions into the film is yeah. that we see Brendan Fraser among the crowd, and it's like loser. It's like love struck, yeah, like, yeah. you know, not confident. doormat. Yeah, because it's him opening the door for others, and then they're just streaming through, and nobody's letting him get through. And so but like, like yeah. uh, none of it said annoying douchebag no yeah. none of them say obnoxious can yeah. i just can i just pitch a different opening credits to you all right okay, fix so, the film james all right so um the f- most fun thing about elizabeth uh, about this film is elizabeth hurley right yeah but she doesn't come in until like 15 minutes in uh-huh. but you want to probably also like keeping your yeah. you know you don't want to reveal your cards too early i guess so but let's hear to, them out let's to satiate uh, to give a, a sense like a, a, an aperitif yeah. um, you do an opening credit and you make it really lavish because that's the time that you can really afford to like love some production yeah. design so like do some fun production design do like throughout history there are different devils yeah well you get Elizabeth Hurley like playing like oh, key yeah, roles yeah, yeah, so yeah, like moments know. in history the declaration of independence or whatever and you get her in the corner or something like that or like you get or maybe not that one but I would um, love to see her in a powdered wig. Yeah, and then like <laughs> and use like else. the old-fashioned like <laughs> styles of each like era, um, like medieval drawings, and you like see that she's like sneakily like you know the dancing skeletons yeah, or whatever, yeah. and she's there in the background and stuff like that. Like, and then swish and zoop throughout history. Because if you're playing with these like great concepts, then like show us the scope of that in the opening credits before you zero in on this one kind of story. Yeah. Like, Drag Me to Hell does a great kind of version is, of that. Is the actual implication of the devil's role in this film that she's actually been responsible for any... She has sent people to hell. Yeah, yeah she's sent people to hell, but does that mean that she's, like, she's actually been responsible for any of the great works of humanity in any way? Like, oh, okay, fine. Then, then, oh, su- then give the suggestion that you, like, awful people you know like great big figures in history have done this deal like maybe napoleon Mm. has got some wishes and stuff like that as long as there's a scene where elizabeth hurley uh bosses anne hathaway around and (laughs) um is the head of a fashion house uh maybe gucci uh, versace Um, i'm not sure one of those all i'm saying (laughs) is that elizabeth hurley could play the godfather but marlon brando could not play the devil bedazzled no he totally could um but just getting in on them twitter jokes because james, james likes steal, to feel like he's relevant steal jokes from twitter and no i made up that one i mean i didn't make up i made up that specific up that one. one he's the inventor of that joke <laughs> thank you team. <laughs> I'm the inventor of that joke. TM, TM, i TM. wish for this to be my joke um Okay. So, taking us back. So, there's a contract. It's a big old contract. It lands in his crotch. Funny. Um. <laughs> a lot of crotch humor throughout this film. There's a lot of um, crotch humor. So, he's not completely convinced. He's like, oh, I don't know. Like, my soul, you seem to wonder a lot. And so, she shows him this big wall of screens. And on the big wall of screens, oh, right. we cut to an uh, image of Allison, his one true love, and a <laughs> weird Fabio-looking version of Brendan <laughs> Fraser oh, with long hair and He muscles. turns to the camera and he's like, it's great. So He's like, oh, sign the contract, Elliot. And he's like, oh, you mean that I could have this? Yeah. And he's like, of course. He's got one thing on his mind. Um, And the screener, like, that's doing, like, this, like, weird cross dissolve over her face and and stuff. I'm like, is this enticing? Is this? into little, like, screens of Allison going, like, sign it, Elliot. Sign sign, sign the contract. And, of course, he does not 
not sign it. He, he does. does. <laughs> I don't know. That was a journey. I don't know where that was going. <laughs> Look, sometimes we need to match. Worse, we're need changing to walk. the film. Uh, he does sign the contract. Otherwise, it he would does. be quite boring. Um, he signs so... a. He goes to bed. I assume. Well, like we need what? to. I'm trying to figure out how it. Goes. <laughs> no, she's. James, you need to go to the drug lord. <laughs> she's no. She says, um, okay, "Make a wish oh, now." She make, does a little click a click. She says, "Make a wish now." And yeah. so he makes his first wish, which is that he wishes that he was married to Allison and he, he was very rich, and powerful. He does not go to bed, but she clicks the maracas, and he wakes up in a bed. Yeah, and he is now the bearer of I'm a moustache, long curly black hair, and a big fake nose He's like, for some reason. He's a Colombian drug lord. Yeah. And so they've made him look more Colombian, which I, I am not, from... not particularly happy with. There's a no. choice that this film made. It's no, it's the first, of, <laughs> the first of many. I think every witch probably has something problematic There's one problematic, problematic element yeah. in Except it. Except for maybe the fifth this is, one. This is the most outwardly problematic from yep. the jump. Yep. Um, He's got a fake schnoz. He's got a the, fake schnoz. The nose is so bad. Like, um, for both how it looks and also <laughs> yeah. just... Um, I, 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 I think like the general the concept of this without the without the brown face could be would have been yeah. good scene. Yeah. So so, so just... Brendan Fraser now has dark hair. It's like shoulder length. It's uh, he looks like Ron Jeremy kind of. Yeah. Uh, He's got the big old like seventies collars going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, he wakes up and and Butler he comes down his big mansion. He sees his wife Allison sleeping next to him in the bed and is like yes. Uh, he goes downstairs. I'm married to her because that's the big thing. Yeah. He assumes that marriage is going to be. Yeah. And so he best. walks down the steps, adjusts his big fancy painting, and comes across a butler who's carrying dinner. And the butler's like, ah, de si unos. And he's like, ah, I don't speak Spanish in Spanish. And then he's like, wait, I am speaking Spanish. He is speaking Spanish. And, and then cr- this scene is pretty good. Cr- <laughs> yeah, well, like, you're like. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, his Spanish, Spanish is great. Not bad. No. It's really good. Especially when you compare that to Francis O'Connor's. Oh, oh he definitely does O'Connor. not speak Spanish. No good. But Brendan Fraser, I'm like, I would believe that yeah, Brendan speaks Spanish. And right away, he's way more charming because it gets, <laughs> gets to be. He gets uh, the first of several SNL sketches. Yeah. I think this one kind of works this for him. This one kind of works, other than the brown face. So, so this is like, so this is like, um, it's, it's like, uh, this SNL episode hosted by Brendan Fraser musical guest Francis O'Connor <laughs> I guess, I guess. <laughs> and the boys um, and the boys um, so they yeah. have a they have a speak so yeah he's so, suddenly so, delighted to learn that he speaks Spanish yeah. um, and the and funny thing about these different worlds is that Francis O'Connor um, pops up as Allison in like in, in the world obviously as, as well she's she's a, a Spanish Colombian wife sorry yeah. and and his friends from work the three dicks the three dicks except, that all like, made fun of him except the, for the lady <laughs> the lady <laughs> the does not appear friend. most so, of the so time so in the contemporary world of the film there are four it's like four, Bob, Jerry, Carol yeah, and someone else there, there are four scheduling issues or just playing Don, sexism Donnie I think yeah three guys and one lady but the lady never appears in these like yeah, magical she worlds show up yeah. Um, so, so the three guys, his coworkers show up. I gotta say, the bull guy never looks like he's like in yeah. world kind of. Yeah. Thing. But they're all like discuss- They're all also in this Colombian drug lord world. Yeah. Weird, they've like, all got Siamese mustaches. Yeah, the Spanish. I guess we also accents. went back in time. It's not been. No. It's not. It just jumps wherever it needs to um, go. But yeah, and they're all like apparently his employees and mm. his gang. They're at the stables. He's like whipping people. He still hasn't worked out that he's a drug lord at the stage, though. Is the thing. Yeah. He just knows he just that he's rich he's and he has life. all of these great men that work for him, um, who are his his friends from work. But now they're his friends. And then he talks about Alison, and they're like, "Oh, she's studying um, English, English lessons yeah. with Raúl." And then you see that Alison is like having Walking it off down, with Raúl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
is a character a that just appears. He just looks like a, a, a random, like, super modern looking yeah. as well. He's very modern just looking like, bland man. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so she's she, having a he's like, with this man. And then in, in a rage, he, like, pulls off half of his mustache. It's real gross. Oh yeah. Skin <laughs> you see the skin like, So, so, yeah, when he pulls off his mustache, he pulls off the mustache in the skin. So you see, because like. Because it's not just, a fake mustache. It's just yeah, the mustache yeah. that's right grown on the him. Flesh. Just, just a little anyway. taste of, of the uh, Robbie Williams rock DJ oh, video. Yeah. But just just that um, little sliver of, of left moustache. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, he, he pulls off his moustache and horror goes over to confront her. It's, you know, and she, clearly she's, like, she's yeah. definitely sleeping with Raul. Yeah. Never um, loved him. Yeah, and she's because like, the, oh, yeah, the conditions they are married, of his, the but conditions they were never of his in wish, love. Of his wish was that he would be married to her, rich and powerful, which, which he gets all of it. But she does not love her. And then there's like trouble at the mill. Um, yeah, there's a problem. The Drugs. Stables or something. So I they can't all, remember. He there's something about cocaine. They have friends come out. Anyway, there's some sort of issue has happened and he discovers in the process of this that he is a drug lord and that he's been smuggling cocaine and he's instantly like not happy about that situation. And they turn on him pretty quickly. Raul is the leader of the revolution yeah. against him. And then all of a sudden there's explosions and cocaine is flying through the air. Gun fights. Yeah, all of the co-workers immediately turn coat and decide to side with Raul and the takeover of his drug business. A helicopter is um, taking off. and he's so clinging to the bottom of it in off, the classic way. And so he fishes out his... Oh, yes. we, we didn't say Earlier on, he got sent up on the wish. One of the con- conditions of, of the contract yeah. is that if things go awry, he has this little beeper that which looks like a calculator. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, a red calculator. It's thing. a stylish calculator, yeah. but it is a calculator. And if he, if he wants to get out of jail for free or something, it's he dials 666 and he gets whisked out of... Out of, of his wish world. Of his wish world, yeah. yeah. Um, so so as, he, as he gets gunned down... Um, <laughs> shit, he's, he's flying off a helicopter. Yeah, gun down sounds like he's getting shot. I mean, he well, was, as but he they... escapes from being gunned at by jumping onto the helicopter, and then he drops the pager, has to leap after it, catches it in the air, and dies. In, in a feat of truly, um, true gravitational miracles, <laughs> he the the, the, the page, <laughs> he just catches yeah, so up the, with the it. The pager that drops like maybe drops like twenty earlier. seconds before he. Well, isn't that the thing where you get to a certain speed of? Isn't that a thing of the science class? And I you reach the I same. I think if you the, lean the forward, if you're like a skilled, like this is, like, this is so we got we got told off because we thought that uh, yep. <laughs> that that shrimp were mollusks and not crustaceans. So whoever the science listeners of this, yeah. I didn't be, go to school for fucking science. There is okay. a physics. There's a physics rule, I think, where you catch up with. You catch up with the things. I don't know. Anyway, I, I don't know what my it is. sciences in year eleven. He, he catches up with chemistry. it, and then he lands into the real world. And this is where a lot of the budget has clearly gone. He lands it's on true. a car, there and is a it gets green, dented. A beautiful green screen. Yeah, <laughs> um, the green screen work on this film. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of green screen. I mean, it, I, I I like it. I think it's stylized. I think like, to me, yeah. like I don't mind it that much because like this film is not pretending to be like the best film yeah, in the it's world. Not it's to have super high theatrical. That's yeah. one of the things it's that goofy, I like about this it's film. It's silly. It's sketches. Yeah. Um. So anyway, he gets out of this one at the nick of time. 
Yeah, and then uh, Elizabeth Hurley's back, and she's Elizabeth a Hurley parking this, like park rain, parking attendant, um, like a, a you know the sexy parking attendant, lovely Rita meter yeah. maid, absolutely just going and around. Like, she's literally just like making the meters like go over. Yeah, yeah. and then she's just the car. mischievous. Uh-huh. And then she like cuts a cord and makes this huge car accident um, in the middle of the road. Um, um, and she we, says we that like from that. well, she says like men aren't interested, uh, women aren't interested in um, power, rich power, and money. power. They want like. Want sensitivity. sensitivity. So then she takes him on another adventure into well, Allison's bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that, um, that happens where now, yeah. they become they're invisible and they're inside Allison's bedroom while she's taking a shower. Which of course Brendan Fraser then like goes on pervs on through the crack of the door. <laughs> yeah, which, he does like, look through. Yeah, gross. That's right. yeah. <laughs> so, so gross. Yeah, very gross. It is not a redeemable character. Um, and then they read her diary in which she's like, oh. Every man I meet is such an asshole. I wish I could find a nice, sensitive man that would listen to my problems or something like that. She um, comes through in a towel and he's like, oh my gosh. Oh. Oh, and they walk so through, she walks through him or something. Yeah. yeah. So basically the gist is like she wants someone who's sensitive and yeah. emotionally intelligent. And um, so, and so, so what <laughs> he wishes for, a stupid wish, is like, I wish I was the most, the most emotionally sensitive, sensitive man. man in the world. He has learned to say, I wish that she was in love with me. And she me. was in love with me. Yeah. And which she is in the next situation, so, but... Wish bang boom, we are on a beach. Wish. <laughs> Welcome to the beach. Here we go. And beach. here we have, in something which also seems bizarrely racist oh without actually God. being racist to any race, is the weird fake redhead makeup. So, 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 <laughs> so, so, Brendan Fraser is real pale with red hair and freckles, and it looks like that, almost al- like an albino situation. Yeah, so, yeah. it looks like it's- Brendan Fraser is a white person. Who is oh, in blackface, no. pretend with white face on? It's, it's like, like a black guy be doing yeah, white face. Yeah, yeah like white chicks. Like. It's like, it looks like a white chicks. chicks costume. Absolutely, yep. but it's Brendan and Fraser. It's, it's very inc- unnerving. It's incredibly <laughs> uncanny valley. Uh, Brendan, his, I don't know what his name is, but I think it's Chad. I don't, because, you know, it's not, I don't know why. He's obviously Elliot. But. I think he's still just, yeah, he's got like, you know, the beach necklace and the... The puka shells. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's deeply unnerving. style thing. Anyway, and but it's, so, there's no clarity for why he needs to be a weird redhead. The other dude. thing about this, about the appearances to me, is that Frances O'Connor, if you don't know her, she's been an AI, yes. and that's the only thing of note that she's been I in. I have no idea mother. who she yeah. was. Um, she has a very forgettable face. Every time I see her throughout this film, I'm like, oh, that's her. There yeah. she is. Because- <laughs> I don't remember well, which one is, she is. She looked to me like a different person uh, in each in each video. We had jumped so to like the third one. Every time she's got a different wig on, I'm like, wait, who, who is that? <laughs> so in the first one, she looks kind of like Barbara Hershey. And if you don't know who Barbara Hershey is, she's the mom in Black Swan. Um, oh yeah, she kind of looks like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in the second one, in the beach, she looks like Mariah Carey with her like curls yeah. and like big curls. If you see Mariah Carey in the nineties, that's who she's giving it to me. Mm. Um, I can see it. Yeah, and uh, so so, uh, Elliot is is very sensitive. So yeah, he's on the beach. There's a sunset. He's, Every time he looks at the sunset, he starts to cry because he's too emotional. He's an artist of some sort. It's he not starts, really clarified. Like, he makes a salad for them. It's got like. You know, dolphin-free tuna. The thing that I find weird. he starts being sad about the dolphins, so he starts singing a song. The thing I find weird about this is that, so, like, he, later he shows up a a drawing that he's made, and it's very good. And this tuna salad, like, it looks well made. 
But when he sings the song, it's, it's just an excuse for Brendan Fraser to do it's some shit. dolphin sounds. Yeah, it's shit. And yeah. I'm like, hold on. So he's got some artistic skills, but not this one. Yeah. Why do artistic skills come as a result of emotional sensitivity? I don't think that's the. I don't think that's Girl, how it that works. Nah. Um, but also, and if you're very emotionally sensitive, then surely you would uh, let the person talk to you when she's like, "I have to tell you something." You'd have enough of an EQ to not interrupt her with no. the art. But anyway, it's a weird sketch. It's, this is the one that sketch yeah, that I feel yeah. is funny, but doesn't necessarily make any this sense. They haven't quite thought out the gag of this it. This one was the least yeah. funny to me. Like, there are funny bits, but doesn't really completely The first work. one, the bit, I thought it was, the first one was bad, but the, the Spanish-speaking gag the Spanish was really funny The Spanish-speaking gag is good. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, the, the gag in this is the sunset of like, I look at the sunset, it makes me cry. It, it's not, it's very cliche to me, which enough. isn't really funny. And it doesn't really, like, it just, it, it, there's so many questions that I'm like, but why is he redheaded now? Why are they yeah. on the beach? <laughs> like yeah. it was. Yeah. Are we it's, in a different world? It, What's like, happening? Clearly, it's an excuse. Like Brendan wants to look different every time. It's a weird. Um, it's like a and weird it's like, sketch. Okay, concept. so what could I look and like? That's why it feels very so Ethanelli. So, is that it's so just... so he's sensitive, and like we get that. But the big conflict of this is that. The guys come. Oh yeah, the the co-workers the come co-workers, by. The three guys. So every time like, these situations oh, come along, and they uh, kick sand in his oh, face. Yeah. actually, before Charles that, Atlas style. Before that, um, they're about to kiss. Right? Oh yeah. So so Allison and 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 um, Elliot. Elliot are about to kiss, and they're interrupted by Elizabeth Hurley. And, uh, oh, with a bunch of dogs. With, with, with two like. But wires? why is it not three like Cerberus? Yeah, I know. Like that's... <laughs> the budget race. They had three that's... dogs and one of them got sick and they were like, we're doing yeah. that too. <laughs> uh, let's look after little Boris and yeah. put him in the corner. Yeah. Um, he gets sand kicked in his face. Like pretty much with all of these situations, uh, jumping back to what we are talking about before, um, with with the friends, you're just basically waiting for like, when yeah. are the friends going to turn up? How is this going to go wrong? Yeah. Um, and then the friends t- show up and they're total bros and, you know, in comparison to the most sensitive man in the world, they're yeah. just like normal kind they're of bro-y like dudes. Bro-y asshole guys. And then yep. the and guy, so- one of the guys, um, yeah, basically just asks Alison. Like, do you want to make out? Do you want to do you want to my beer? And she's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, um, and like, this guy's just, you're just too sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then- I must say the guy who asked her out was doing it for me in the sketch. <laughs> yeah, he looked all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in, in the other sketches, they all look so goofy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So stupid. And then she goes off and he just kind of cries at the sunset and... He was too sensitive for her. Yeah. Yeah. And he just dialed 666. Because, like, also she asked for, like, a just a person sensitive to her feelings, not the most emotionally sensitive man in the world. Like, yeah. why did you make a stupid wish like that? Because... Because of the, cause it's the story needs that. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, there's always, like, some sort of, like, monkey's paw thing with each of these wishes where you're trying to work out what's the thing that he forgot to, to leave in in yeah. the specification that's going to be, you know, it'll turn on him hmm. because of that. And this one, it's, like, it's just such an obvious, like, the wish, it, the very wish itself <laughs> like, is so stupid right that it's, like, it's, it's oh not even God. a monkey's paw situation. Like, last I time, mean, it's, like, he asked to be rich and powerful, but he didn't realize that they would do that by being, like, a drug could, lord. So, but, like, the thing okay, is, like, that makes sense. why doesn't he just refine the, the, the refine wish? Refine the original wish! <laughs> yeah. Yes! It's like, I'd like to take that. He keeps just, this thing is, like, every time he gets one wrong, he goes to a completely, dif- completely different it's, thing, but we'll come back later on where yeah. there's a really obvious one where he should just refine which it, would, but... 
makes sense logically would, would not make a very good film. No. That's true. Um, but it's just quite frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> and he so, learns nothing from each one. So we zap out of, of, of the beach world. Yeah. Sensitive beach. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, she didn't want a sensitive guy at all. Yeah. And Elizabeth Hurley's like, maybe. She doesn't even know what she wants. Yeah. And like vaguely sexist, like, oh, women, they're all totally. so changeable. And then, um, and then he's like, and so he's like, okay, are, well, I want to be buff. Those guys were tough and I'm gonna athletic. Be tough. And, and then strong. he's like, Let, let's be rich, even though rich totally doesn't and work. Rich also, a couple of guys. yeah, even though we and just learned that rich doesn't make yeah. different. And I want to be famous, but rich and famous, but doing something that I'm good at and I like, and people will look up to me. There's this really weird joke um, that I didn't know because I didn't know the people where he's like, oh, should I be? Like this person, and then he. Oh yeah, yeah, no. So okay, well, cool. Did so, you know what the gag yeah, was? Yeah, I don't know. What I is watch it? basketball. <laughs> so yeah, and, uh, um, so anyway, he wants to become a basketball star. So so Matt he will explain. Okay. So so uh, Elizabeth Hurley and him have a little like tete a tete, um, and she's like Dennis Rodman, and Dennis Rodman is famously very flamboyant. He's got he dated Madonna. He's got like colored hair. Right. Uh, he's the bad boy basketball. This is the two thousand. So Chicago Bulls. Um, uh, and yeah, so he's he's he dressed as like a, a foppy pimp kind of, which yeah. is I don't know if Dennis Rodman would wear that, but he's horrified by it. Basically, yeah. the it's first too much. Yeah. yeah, it's too Thanks. camp for him. Uh, and and then he was like, yeah, it's Michael Jordan, obviously. Um, and she was just like, ha yeah, I knew all along. Um, and she was just having a play with him. Cut two. The next Suddenly, one. Wish the, three. The weirdest of the wishes, in my opinion. But a very a pretty good character Possibly for him. The, the, Actually, the, the sensitive one's probably the weirdest. But yeah. this one's also just like he's very he's very bad okay, to look at. So, so <laughs> like, it's terrifying. He's, oh, he looks it's, terrifying. It's to look close at to Frankenstein. Right. So so if Brendan uh, Fraser were to like do. seven foot six. He's this huge one. They haven't managed to like you know in the way that basketball is generally tall but in like a string bean way yeah. where they're like muscular and lean. It's and the skinny. lean. Yeah. What they've done <laughs> is basically just giant. like <laughs> if you get like a picture on paint yeah. and you want to extend it by doing this yeah, yeah, drawing that diagonal the diagonal sideways arrow. He's huge and stocky. He's kind of like I guess like Shaquille. Because looks, he looks like yeah. one of the yeah. giants out of Harry Potter or he's, something. Yeah. He is does not look like a basketball. And, like a and the makeup man. job on him. Oh, he looks like the oh, ugliest man in the world. He's so well, ugly looking. That made talking him about, like, so like, pale and, and blonde. And he's just got bleach blonde hair. And it's like the same colour as his skin. And so it this, just does it all just blends. Yeah. This is actually probably my favourite of the skits because it was so <laughs> it's just stupid. stupid. It's yeah. So he's the center. Obviously, he's like the tallest one, but he's making like three point shots. He's making like baskets from like across the yeah. Across so this yeah. goes a highlights reel. This way, the fr- this in this one, the friends appear as the commentators yeah. on the basketball game. Yeah. Um, Clearly, they all failed their SNL auditions, and they're just living. They're just it really out. wanting to. Be yeah. Like, they're like Lord like Michael's, we'll gags. show you. There's like a weird gag where one of the friends is like, "He's so tall. He's like twelve feet." And the other and guy's, the guy's like, like, "I don't think he's actually no, twelve feet." And he's like, "Well, no, I was just doing a bit of." Like, I was just exaggerating. So there's <laughs> throwing the shots, but like the best gag of this is when he's being interviewed oh by Francis O'Connor. I so oh no, wait, not Francis O'Connor by, by, by Bob Bob apparently. Bob Bob, and he's friends. Yeah, and he's just sweating. And he's just raining sweat. I found this very gross. <laughs> I found it. So this was like a good SNL skit for me where it started out kind of gross because he's just like as he's like doing his like um, courtside uh, interview he's just profusely sweating and he's like 
like and everything oh, he says is just like well, yeah. oh yo we did yeah, good, good job yeah. and then but when he speaks also like like he's spitting as he speaks and then as the interview goes on the the sweat just like falls like like spray off waterfall and it just becomes it goes to this really absurd moment to me that I just lost it it is the funniest because it is just absurd humor and I am here for more of that yeah and he's was, and he's doing interesting vocal choices with you know with the character and just like the visual gag of like the sweat <laughs> profusely raining from his head yeah. is hilarious yeah. <laughs> that was like this is the kind of before I, I I definitely watched this when I was younger but I don't remember a thing of it I remember the DVD cover with like um, Elizabeth Hurley and like her skin tight red like jumpsuit but I don't remember a thing about this but in my head I was expecting kind of like Austin Powers kind of like fun humor mm. and which this was reminiscent of to me right like this, this is the very kind, Austin Powers yeah, yeah. This, was, this was the yeah. kind of humor that I find funny ridiculous. but also ridiculous but like very of that time mm. um, and this was the closest moment to that that I, I was I was getting it and mm. um, and then it goes back to backstage after the, the interview, locker room the locker mm. room uh, which is one of the dumbest parts of the sketch. Oh yeah. my god! It just goes on so long. But anyway, and so he's, Francis, he's you know in his decidedly non-athletic looking body. Still. Absolutely not. Yeah. They're like we really couldn't get a double with like lots of muscles nope. to to cover for Brendan. So, like, it's no, so we need to get like right. a basketball player and just yeah, like, superimpose just put his head on exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, what do they do that for? That rock one where. Um, when The Rock was like young, he was like a chubby version oh, of it. Right. That terrible film. Um, but they did the superimposing yeah. on that. But so Frances O'Connor comes and she is. A she's cool, an interviewer. Yeah, she's or an interviewer. Yeah. And this time she's got a weird wig with like uh, like a seventies kind of mum wig. And to me, she looks like Naomi Watts in this scene. Oh yeah, mm. she does have Naomi Watts vibe. Yeah. yeah. And um, she is making a lot of euphemisms about his dick. She's like, yeah, uh, he's wearing a tiny towel because I guess it's a normal sized towel, and he's just a like, giant man. You must have a big ego. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, pretty normal. It, d- ha, it ha, depends ha, ha, on ha. the situation. <laughs> if I get happier, it gets bigger. Yeah. Like, and um, it's like, ugh. Real and dumb like, stuff. What are you talking about? It's like, yeah, anyway, so it's like, she's making euphemisms, but he's not really getting it because he's too stupid. Yeah. And then um, she's like, well, then, just show um, me. And, what, and then well, he's, she, she's she, like, okay. He's like, I'm going to get changed. And she's like, okay. I'll come wait. I'll, uh, I'll wait for you. Yeah. <laughs> and so he Can't like wait. starts taking off his towel and then she glimpses his Micro small-sized penis. Yeah, never tiny penis. Which we don't see, but we are it's left in imagination. Do you really think in like this kind of? I'm assuming it would be stage, a micro because I feel they wouldn't like show a they shot of it. Show though. the penis. Oh no, no, no! Obviously not. <laughs> I thought, I thought you were like, "Where's that pain?" I need the dick. <laughs> it's gotta oh be seen. <laughs> I mean, can the we, pain must be seen. Can, we, must be can seen. we even see it if they show us? It's true. Yeah, because um, the the amount of. Micro penis panic is disgusting. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, they're both horrified. And she's like, I'm going to have to go to a tiny weeny eeny article or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's real dumb. dumb. It goes on way too long. I, yeah. This is a, such a tired joke in all of comedy. Just yeah. like yeah. small dick jokes. What if dick but small? Uh... What if he's really big but his dick is small? Unexpected. Huh? <laughs> is that a good joke? Anyone? Is it a joke? Um, and so it has to be really made. small, right? Because it's like... It's just... I don't know. Because he's like, have you not seen a grower before? Like, I, I don't know. I don't think that... 
this is a this is a thing. It's not worth any woman in a way any woman would react in any way. It's so d- it's clearly <laughs> like written, written by a man. Written by a man. Yeah. Anyway, so he's becomes insecure. She leaves because in and disgust. And she's so, not interested. Not interested anymore. This is like semi dumb, semi funny. And then the joke that's where, stupid where he, he where he's now like, is too stupid to remember his, the in, name. In number. his locker. He's got the um, the calculator slash pager, and yeah. then he's got post-it notes of six six multiple, six, multiple six, post-it notes, six six six, which is remember. the code. Um, and then the first number he tries is five five five, and then seven seven seven, and it's not because his digits are too big. No, he, he just, just literally got them wrong, and then, and then he, he picks the one off the one of the post-it notes up, and he holds it upside down, it's like nine nine nine, and it's like whoa, and then turns it back around, it's like oh, and I'm the like, extended he's acting, like, he's acting like a this literally is- like a, a fantasy film. It's so yeah. funny. It's like, funnier in retrospect. Yeah, why don't they just make so it a fantasy stupid. sequence and just be like, I'm a troll under I'm a, a bridge. Troll. <laughs> like, it's just, it just makes no sense. This is why, apart from the micro penis joke, this is like the, the funniest. Apart, the thing is, but I'm like, the micro penis joke was funny. It's so long. It's the, the biggest part of it. It, was so it much derails of everything. Oh. Anyway, um, why isn't there a fantasy section in this? I'd be big know. into that. Um, but yeah, anyway, so he finally remembers six six six, dials out of it, out of it, and then he's like, "Oh, that was bad!" And I can't believe he gave me a small dick. And she, the devil's like, oh. "Is this the 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 one where we're in school at this point?" No, we're uh, in the hospital. A hospital, yeah. yeah. So we're at the hospital. What are we doing the hospital? Oh, that's she's right. She's giving out all the medicines with M&Ms. his candy. So every every time he uh, goes back into the real world, she's like. Doing a, a, some kind of devilish mischief. Yeah, so she's got like a new job. This yeah. time she's like a doctor, and so he's in the hospital, and she's like filling the the medication containers with like Tic Tacs and and M Ms. In my mind, yeah. briefly, I was like, "How did she get these jobs? She'd have to do a job interview." And then I'm like, "Wait, she's the devil. She doesn't have to she's do magic, any of that." James. Um, <laughs> so that's my thought process okay. at two thirty-five. So, yeah. Anyway, and so now at this point, we're on wish number four. And at this stage, he's finally like, well, he what wants if? to be smart. Right? He's yeah. like, I wish I was smart. Refined, like, good looking. What if I was smart and articulate and charming and good looking and refined? And, and I want a big penis. And I want <laughs> and her to love dick. me. Yeah. And like, everybody liked me. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a good starting out Absolutely. place. That's yeah. a good yeah. first Why didn't you wish. start with that? Um, and so we cut to uh, an elegant dinner party. An elegant gathering. And I love he's... the shot, the intro shot of Brendan Fraser, because like it's like the elevator, right? And, and Doors the open. The elevator Doors open. open. We're all like, he's going like, to have glasses, right? Because he wants to be smart. Hey, and they like, didn't give him glasses. He's got a big so jacket on. He takes it off. He's got another kind of... Big old opera style. You know, we're in a very and, fancy event. And like the people in in uh, in the in the hall or whatever, yeah. they were just like... <gasps> they were like, oh! And I'm like, I, I think even yeah. in his most okay. handsome Brendan Fraser is not a double take he's not, he's not a I think he's good looking I mean I obviously have expressed that already but, but I think he's I think fine he's, his hair looks, looks nice but I don't yeah, there's a difference between he's a good looking for a normal man right yeah, but sure. he's not like you're not gonna go like what what can you, you imagine him walking so down the because street. of this SNL sketch right? <laughs> <laughs> nature of this right if they just tried to like put on extra stuff like oh, God, square a chin and yeah. stuff like that no. oh, yeah, that would have been great it would have looked like Joseph Gordon Lever and Looper when oh they tried God. to make him look like Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis? Yeah. You haven't seen this yet, no, guys, have I've you? Seen the, I've seen the trailer for it, I think, or, or a picture or something, but I've it's, never seen the film. That's the weirdest. 
but yeah. Um, yeah, but no, he, they don't do anything to his face. Yeah, so um, he's got his well-dressed opera cape. He's, he's escorted making, by a friend that we've never met Yeah, there's before. a random woman yeah. we've never met, I don't think. I was like, why didn't they get the woman playing Carol to do that one? Exactly. Absolutely. That would make yeah. good sense. Um, but anyway, and she's well, introducing... Or even the devil. Yeah. Like, she I know. could have introduced... She's yeah. not in this number. No, she's yeah. Usually she, like, like how we said with the, the dog, she something. shows up in other stuff um, every now and But again. yeah, so he's introduced to everybody, and he's clearly a celebrated and so uh, far, author of multiple physics, philosophy... It's going great. So this is going well. It's the going Friends really well. interview, um, yeah. the, the, the... Everybody likes one him One of the guys so has, like, a very, like, over-the-top voice. They make... They give the black guy like a really weird name. And it's like, oh, Which what's I was that? Like, That's I don't know about that. Weird racist joke. And then, um, and then um, so Frances O'Connor from across the room. It's like, who is her, that man? In her um, very uh, 2000s. Um, like, and again, complete with a shawl because we yeah. don't see that anymore. We've got to have a strapless gown with like a shawl and choker. Like, choker. Like, uh, like, a diamond gold. A diamond encrusted It's a really it. thick choker. Like, usually yeah. chokers yeah. are quite small, right? No, this yeah. is a, more of a collar, I guess. Yeah. At yeah. this stage. And um, she walks over, she's British or something. Um, is she British? Oh, she's refined. She's refined. She's, she's affected. Refined. She's yeah. just doing that voice. Um, and and uh, this she's is like, I've read of, all your this novels. This is one of my favorite scenes because as she comes uh, towards him, he, he's like explaining the etymology of, of the word gin. Yeah. And it reminded me of that scene in Call Me By Your Name where Army Hammer is like, the, the the apricot is actually yeah. apricoke or something and I was like oh, I love this one. What I, what I, I love this one this yeah. is the one for yeah, me. and he's not putting anything on really he's no just, he's just very like, charming like handsome charming. guy yeah. so it's, he, he plays it well and I'm like this yeah. is clearly a role that he's like good I'm, at playing well it's like an audition no. reel as yeah. well of it's like, really good yeah I can do my um, Hollywood roles and it, yeah. it, it bodes well for them and yeah they, so everything's they going well and, uh, they, they go back to his home with all these buffs first they're on the balcony doing the erotically charged like, oh, yeah, conversation. Yeah. But even before this, they the first time they hit it off, like when they're just making conversation, my favorite line in the film, she goes in her little like coquettish like central voice, she's like, Don't you think secular humanism is yummy? <laughs> Which, what does that what mean? That's the mean? weirdest line in the film. Um anyway, so they're having like a dramatic romantic conversation on the balcony. He decides to take her home. Inside his apartment there are like Pillars, a large harp ostentatiously, ostentatiously like in the corner. Statuary, yeah. lots of like busts and uh, large framed pictures. Little foreshadowings of something that's going to come yeah. later. So I think anyway. this is my favorite sketch because it does remind me of Call Me by Your Name. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so he's like. They he, go to the bedroom. He, he takes it off. He's wearing like um, suspenders and also a belt, which look good, but I don't know oh, how no, functional it was. That's a fashion no no. Only one of the two. Absolutely not. Um, anyway, he carries her up to the bedroom, and then who should be in there but a man in silk pajamas who's like, I don't think we've ever met him. No. <laughs> no, no, this guy is one of the friends. Oh, he's the boring yes, guy. guy, but he's yeah. got a wig on. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. he has the ugliest wig. That's he looks, a real bad wig. Yeah, he it's like real bad. he kind of looked to me like. Have you guys seen whose line is it anyway? Yeah, Colin yeah. Mock. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, yeah. Very yeah. Colin Mockery vibe. Um, Energy and he plays the most typical gay the man. Most, it's like, the worst. Terrible gay stereotype of like bitchy, like kept, kept husband, vicious, um, and like a yeah, yeah. 
It's very Vicious bad. queen stereotype. Yeah. Probably one of the lowest points of the film. Um, anyway, and so the homophobic. whole... Homophobic. Yeah, it's just like weird homophobic portrayal. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the whole thing is like, oh, in I'm this world, gay? he's gay. Yeah. Which I'm like, surely he would have noticed at another point if, he, if he's not attracted to women, which apparently is the thing of this surely he would have noticed that by not being it. attracted to yeah. the girl yeah. at the part like that's how sexuality well, works <laughs> the thing is I think I think there's like a little exchange where it's like you're not gay and then he finds out that he is gay because of because he tries to kiss her and then he's like oh that was weird I yeah yeah he doesn't feel oh, like any that, sexual yeah. attraction to her but like he would have noticed that earlier when he was so I don't know, I know. it's just uh, so dumb it's like it doesn't make sense, yeah. um, it's and, and it's purely just so set telling up for the of this gag. period, and, uh, like and it's very like thousands. It's such a thousands joke yeah, where it's the, the whole thing is he's just all. horrified, like oh, oh my god, gay, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's very like I'm not, oh, um, and then the whole thing is like the guy tests him by asking him about like Broadway cast members yeah the pajama, the pajama game, game. Yeah. yeah and then he rattles it off and he's and like he's oh like, no oh my god i, I am gay. gay and you're like oh god this okay. is like very legally blonde like he's gay because he knows the brand of shoes and then he yeah. goes to bed and then he goes for a sleep and then it cuts to the next but <laughs> no. i was just doing a call back. he goes back to sleep as james does as currently james did throughout his viewing yeah. of this film um i just no. can't remember how it transitions out so anyway he just six 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 is out of it i guess yeah, and, and it's and, like um, i can't believe you did that blah 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 we're or back, whatever yeah and then we cut to elizabeth hurley teaching a bunch of schoolboys. Yeah. yeah for reasons so, and just like don't pay attention to history don't pay attention to math just basically just giving them bad sleep education advice and they're all like yay and there's a giant pile of apples on the desk because yeah, i guess like they, all they the all boys gave... have given an apple to teacher yeah and also adam and eve and hot, hot for teacher you know yeah the devil with the snake and everything yeah okay. there's no snakes in this film no. like oh. so no i just want to say on the on the poster there's like a very no, no. <laughs> you're like no there's no snakes james no on the poster there's like a very on their twitter bot which is like is there a snake in this film and it just lists every film no, snake there's no a very snake. noticeable snake i think i'm pretty sure um and you know like very signifier for devil and stuff like get that snake in there but they got an apple they got a bunch of apples yeah are you looking at the poster uh, no. no, you're just I'm like, I'm going to test. No, no, no. Matt's just... Oh, just... he's doing the test. Hey, Siri. Fuck you, Siri. Uh, oh. She's not. She's not. She's not here for me. We're not talking at the moment. She's not gay. <laughs> no. What were you uh, asking, Siri? If there was a snake on the poster. I could have just looked it up. I'd have the poster. <laughs> I'm curious, too. I'll, I'll look it up. You guys talk. Um, and fans, you too can do this interactive experience where <laughs> you also Google, can you find it faster than we can? Let's find out. There's definitely flames. Brendan looks confused. Uh, I'm not looking at it yet, but I'm just recalling. Uh, and Hurley is looking at the camera. Um, we got we got them snakes. Images. This is the most gripping part of the podcast. I don't see no snakes, James. Oh, no, on that one, on that one. No. That's yeah. a snake on her shoulder. Yeah, that's so interesting because obviously the one that it's you one grew up with is, is, is the one with the snake. I grew up with, with the one where I she had a tail. A tail? I, that yeah, one. That's... that's the one I remember. Okay, so we've either got one where she, she has no tail throughout the film, so that's also a lie. Or the snake, where we, she's not no snake during the film either. So no, so no slithery long things lie. in this film. No. Yeah. Well, there is one. basketball scene. Oh, yeah, no. That's I a mean, better that's a version of that one. That's a small one. Um... 
So, no snakes, big disappointment. Um, that's going to take a few grades off mine. <laughs> I'm going to get useful information for my new website, is there a snake in this film.com? Yeah. But now Elliot wants to be selfless, or so he thinks. Well, he, he wants don't to do know something. Well, he discovers. He wants to do something great for the world. Yeah, he's, is what he's, he's thinking. Well, yeah, that he it's the first to, inkling um, of like Elliot being less selfish. Yeah, I guess. he's like, every time I try to wish it, it goes wrong for me somehow. I don't want to be a, you know, like a, had done something great for humanity. Yeah. But he, there's still some selfishness. Yeah, and she wrote him and been like, like, oh, wow, what a, what a utterly selfless, selfless thing. thing to be. And so then he's like, okay, I want to be president of the United States. Which, and she's you know, like, you don't okay, need to wish sure. for in this political climate. Yeah. You can just be. Um, <laughs> and so instead of becoming a new president, he becomes Abraham Lincoln on the last day of his life attending a play. And John Wilkes Booth. Allison dressed in old school. Okay, she's so, doing the Sally Field. Yeah. Before Lincoln, Sally Field, yeah. The yeah, before it. Yeah. So this was probably the best Frances O'Connor performance. Yeah, this is the best one she's got. She's yeah, got a southern that accent. sounds good. She's yeah. like, well, we're and going to see a great play tonight called My her, American Cousin. Her best performance, his worst makeup. It's very bad. <laughs> He's got these cheeks to make him look more Lincoln-like. He looks like a monster. He looks scary. like a fucked up Martin Short. Is Honestly, what he looks like. <laughs> like, I, um, I remember... This film fairly well, and I didn't remember the sequence at all. I mean, it's a very short sequence. Literally, they get into the box, the presidential box. He rifles through his pockets. He's and like, then "Where's the beeper?" Until the he pe- finds the pager, yeah. and then he's and like, he's, "Shoot me!" Yeah. Um, then Booth appears. He's about to get shot, and he's, he's like, like, "Wait, s- hold on." Six, six, six. Okay, now. And Do you ahead. reckon, like, so if he dies in these wishes, is he just dead then? I, don't I mean, they 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 just go poof. I don't know. I don't know. So then, why is he so concerned about the pager? If he's no, I think if he dies, then I think he, he dies. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think there's. Yeah. yeah. They're not dream times. They're like they're in they're a limited life. amount of time. Yeah. This is the yeah. reality. Yeah. So. Um. Anyway, he goes back to thinking. He's like, Ah, I've had it with this. I'm just gonna go to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's so had five wishes. He's had five so wishes. He gets on his comp. He's about to sit down and do some big old computer he's, he's boring work, stuff. Yeah. And then who should be on the screen? But oh, Liz, she's taken over the airwaves. What would you call the, <laughs> the web? The interwebs. Yeah. Yeah. It looks yeah. very anyway, early thousands. She's on the web now. Like, She's online. Cord, also, she's got good. this weird. Um, the wig is bad. The short pixie wig, like yeah, yeah the pixie wasn't working for she her. She's not. I mean, she's still sexy, but it's just not the issues the least. Um, um, this, and so she's this. like, "Okay, well, you got to use your last wish." And he's like, "Hold on, last. I got two. I've wishes got two leave. more." So What's he, up? he details the five, the five wishes. Yeah, goes the five. back for everybody that had to go to the pee, yeah. go, go to a pee break during. This yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a quick recap. Yeah. He's like, "Here you go." And he rattles off the five, and then she's like, "Yeah." And that big fat old Mac that you ate. I'm getting tired, so I'm just doing weird choices. The, the Big Mac and Coke. That Big Mac. I want a Big Mac and Coke right now. Yeah, we should go to McDonald's. Mm, yeah. after. Um, this is what are we doing? By McDonald's. Um, yeah, so so she's like, you have one more wish, and then he storms off because like, yeah, he can't handle every, that. He's been yelling at a blank computer screen from the perspective of all his co-workers. You know what? He's fucking dumb. Because like, I would what? just be like, for my last wish, can I have infinity wishes, please? Thank I know. you very much. Exactly, genie. You know, that's what yeah, you do absolutely. with the genie. Yeah. I'd be like, you will be my bitch. For all of eternity. <laughs> and they seem like they have a really... Like, this is the core relationship of the film. They yeah, seem like they're having like, a fun time. Like, yeah, just very, hang out with Elizabeth Hurley a bunch. Hang out with the devil. They've got a very, like, nice friend relationship that's, like, flirty and almost, like, sexual... Not sexual, but, like, 
cute. Yeah, he's a but dweeb, flirty. and she's like yeah, fascinated yeah, by him. Yeah. She's yeah. like, how can she's you like, be so oh, pathetic? I really like this one. Yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. and you buy it. Yeah, I like the chemistry. He goes to church, and he's like, I got to atone. And not even that, I got to atone. He's like, I got to go ask God. I need to talk to God. It should be five or seven wishes. There's been a clarification error. Like in a weird cameo, Brian Dawn Murray. Bill Murray's brother is the priest. Really? Oh. Is that who that is? Uh, Harold Ramis bringing in those connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't ah. know who it was. And he's just like, is it something that you can tell me? And he's like, you can tell me anything. Yeah. I've Try been through me. it all. Yeah. I'm a priest. And, then and the, so he tries to explain. And then, like, the cops pull him out of church. Yeah, the priest arrests he's him. He's a crazy He man, calls him up. I yeah, guess. which I guess... Uh, yeah, because he's crazy. And so then they take him to the police office and he's like, it's the devil did this stuff. And then the police officer is, of course, looking at him skeptically as he relates all of this. Puts um, him in that cell. And he's like, all right, you can either book me or let me go. But blah, blah. And they're like, well, I we're going to book you. Yeah. And I'm like, for what? It's so stupid because he's like... They briefly say like psychiatric. Well, the, well, well, like the, drunk and disorderly. The funny thing is, oh, he, okay. is he's like, I want to talk to my lawyer. You you can book me or, yeah. or let me go. And they were like, what... You can let me go is the is the yeah. correct answer. Yeah. To that. yeah. Like, and they were like, book you. We never For hear what? of a lawyer. Well, a, there's we don't no, have a, no lawyer. There's Miranda rights were not. <laughs> I mean, there were so many not things rude. that the movie could have done. Like Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. Ooh. Elizabeth Ooh. Taylor could have come she in. It would have been up. really cool. Elizabeth uh. Hurley could have set him up for something. He could have assaulted there a police officer. There's so many officer. ways in which there could be a yeah. legitimate way for him to be in jail well, he, and he actually be in a fix. But a, a, assaulted a police officer by accident? Like, yeah. Or like, you know, there's so many things where she's doing crimes around him throughout the entire film. She could just easily do a crime and then disappear so that he's left... Yeah. The culprit and then but they're so resistant to, to doing any action in the also, normal timeline that it's just like oh and the wishes there's all this crazy why stuff why was one of his wishes not just the same scenario as the gay one but not gay yeah like surely mm. could see like could I do have the exact same as the last one yeah, except that, that, was that I'm Thank a straight you. man and I'm single yeah that's yeah. A, a movie you fail. No, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Well, also, Elliot, the character, you fail at thinking of wishes you're very Yeah. So, um, <laughs> which is the dumbest between Mummy, George of the Jungle, and this? And George of the Jungle. Dudley Do-Right. And Dudley Do-Right. Um, I have seen all of them, but it's been The dumbest ages. for me is Crash. <laughs> uh, the dumbest is Looney Tunes Back in Action, which I couldn't watch all the way through. He's in that. I think I saw a movie with him and Alicia Silverstone called Blast from the Past, where they're like, oh. <laughs> they're like, I think like they're both stuck in a bomb shelter and they think the world is ended, like in the seventies, but it's actually the world is gone as normal. And like oh, when I they get out of the bomb that. shelter, it's like they're all the references are from the olden days. Like right. they have to adjust to new life. Right. I, oh. Yeah. I'm just looking through some of his other stuff. There's Fairy Vengeance. That's <coughs> the one with the, where they do shoots. a weird rap song. Where they the sing end. insane in the membrane at the end. It's terrible. Yeah. Extraordinary Measures, which is the one with Harrison Ford trying to find a cure for kids' genetic disorders. Uh, kids are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the Quiet American. Um, my mum loved feel that. Like I've just not seen any Brendan Fraser films. Um, no, the the one that you should see is um, Gods and Monsters, where he's not oh, yeah. like Ian McKellen's Ian doing McKellen the really the, good work. He's, he's playing he's James Whale, well. um, the director of Frankenstein, and he's oh. um, he's gay, and uh, Brendan Fraser's like his um, gardener. Except, is this is this a Brendan Fraser film? No, it's James James Condon. Okay, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. What's the one with? 
Okay, it's a oh, you're film. thinking of F pupil? pupil? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's one way. All right, he's let's... like a Nazi guy. I don't, I let's don't move know on. Yeah. Anyway, um, he... so once in one, in, once in jail, he... so he doesn't talk with his lawyer. He talks with his cellmate? Question mark. In this jail, where why does he have a cellmate? Is he in? The, I don't know. He's not been a. a, a I don't know. His his wise black cellmate. Yeah, yeah, classic wise black <laughs> character that comes from nowhere to offer advice, um, yeah. and it's heavily implied is God or Jesus. Yeah. Um, he's later seen playing chess with the devil, yeah. um, confirming well, his God status. Absolutely, and he just well he asks what's wrong with with Elliot, and he's yeah, just and he's like, like oh, I sold my soul, life. and he's like, yeah. well, I hope you got something good for it, and he's like, no, I got nothing. Or no, well, he's like, well, the soul never belonged to you. It yeah, belongs the soul belonged to God. to God, which I thought was going to be a huge gamble at the end. We're jumping ahead, yeah, like, which I thought he was like, ah, uh, I can't, I yeah. didn't own the property that I yeah, gave I, you in the thing. I thought it was going to yeah. be like a yeah. lawyer thingy, like, yeah, like a legal prison for the a legal loophole. Yeah, and it ends with a courtroom yeah, drama, like a legal yeah. loophole where yeah. the soul belongs to God, and not... so he can't, he cannot, he was not in the position to actually sell the property. Absolutely. You know? mm. So they set that up. They set it up like it's going to be that. But instead, it's just it makes him feel better about himself. Yeah, yeah. And, he's and, just inspired. And they're like, and he's like, and he's like, um, so who are you? And and the summit is just like, oh, just, just a, a, a very good friend. A friend, just a friend, just a very good friend. I just found a very, the summit's very, face quite creepy. Just very he had good a very friend. strange <laughs> face, actually. Um, <laughs> this actor, it was just a little bit. It was just a bit. A slight, his nose was just in a slightly different position than I expected his nose to be in, and I found his smile. The man can't help his nose. <laughs> Like, I'm just the, the just casting casting. director as a choice it was unusual for this man to be in this role I found him quite unnerving anyway uh, <laughs> I'm so well once your, once. your relationship with God is also not so great so. <laughs> so once Brendan gets out of prison he yeah. manages to somehow find... they just they let him go because they had no he's like to keep him i don't anyway. know where that bar is in oakland yeah. and then he walks to the bar so yeah, he so manages he to find the ra- the underground rave from like yeah. ages ago which it feel like it's very strange that he's able to find that during yeah. the day I know. it shouldn't exist it should yeah. be like an underworldy but w- once know, he gets in thing. there they Gone. Old. I mean, it's the same. It's the same. It's like the same half-naked men. It's the same like yeah. people fawning over him. But they're all old because we all know old people are gross. And on old. the screen, on instead the screen, of dancing, it's, it's just like, like some dissections and all yeah. the cages. The cage dancers are all asleep in their cages, yeah. which is kind of funny. Yeah, have a read. And so he's like, "Wow, what is this place?" Oh, oh no. Um, and so he finds old Liz again. Yeah. Um, and and. Basically, uh, he's like, I don't, I don't want my last. No, yeah, don't want to do the last wish. wish. Thanks, and she's like, Well, you have to do the last wish yeah. because otherwise, I don't get the soul. And then she's like, dead. I've been nice to you, but I can. And, show my and one dark of her side. worst scenes when she's like being angry, she's oh. like, <laughs> Well, it's not as bad as her sad scene, which so we kind of skipped over. Early, well, we'll talk about um, Liz Hurley as an actress yeah. like a little bit after this, but she, <laughs> she becomes, she's like. You won't like me when I actually. It's not those words, but yeah, she's like, I'm not just all fun and games. And, it's like, and I think they realize, like, ooh, this isn't going to quite work with the performance. Let's yeah, yeah, give yeah. us a bunch of CGI. So, so they CGI effects. her, and she ch- turns into so, yeah, like. He's the, suddenly standing in like a lava lake. Well, yeah, well she, she turns cliff. into like, yeah. The, For a second, she looks like. Um, she looks something like Night on Bald Mountain, yeah. Beelzebub yeah. kind of situation. And then she, she quickly she, switches to. Back to a with a bikini, she she yeah. kind of reminds me of like the devil from Tribute, the um, 
Oh yeah, the, 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 the tenacious D. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she she yeah. she changes to Raquel Welsh in like 10 million BC with the, the bikini. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, she's like sitting there poking at him with a pitchfork. So he like dumb. grabs on and, is and like, then Whoa! and then he's like, yeah, my final wish is I, I wish ha- for Alison to have, have a, a happy good life. life. And happy she's life. like, happy life. She's yeah. like, oh no. And then it all like turns into this whirlwind. She thinks. And, and he wakes up at court. And well, he wakes oh, up no, lying down w- on the steps. And and you think it's gonna be like, like this new alternate world where yeah. we explore Allison's life as a happy woman. Yeah, we're gonna and, actually see and, some of her life. Yeah, and maybe you can see him a bit selfless and being happy yeah. for her. Yeah, and it's, the it's not. He's just in the courtroom. And and Liz, and Liz, like, well, you won. <laughs> well, yeah, you're the like, old... Turns out, if you had read the contract, there's this um, clause. clause, clause yeah. where if you that, make a selfless a wish selfless... that is only for the benefit of other people and not yourself, then the contract's void and you get to keep your soul. And, and we're like, what? And also, he's the first one ever to do this, apparently. Yeah. And 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 to me, I thought this was a red herring. I thought she was. Yeah. I thought she was like kind of like, joking with him to not. set to <laughs> set up to set up like oh, a bigger interesting. con. Yeah, because I've seen it before. For you guys, you're like, surely this can't be it. Like, yep, it's over. And then, but then <laughs> wiping was, our hands, flip, flip, flip. Yeah, but then she's like, "Yeah, that's it." Oh, I kind of like you. And he's like, "You're a great friend." <laughs> and we're like, "What?" <laughs> and so, literally, me and Cass looked at each other and we were like, "What?" what is this? <laughs> it's just so unsatisfying. It's literally like they ran out of pages. They oh, were, had a notebook just... that they were writing this in, and they were like, "Oh shit, we've only got two pages left. We better finish the story." I would have been more satisfied. We'll find out what happens to him in the end if they just. You know, I'm fine with the queen ending because I guess because I grew up with it. So sure, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's what it is. Um, they just met like, up, had some coffee. That so, would have been nice. Yeah. So we we whisk back to like regular life now, like the real world. Yeah. And, and all he's of on his way into work, and he sees Allison there. Yeah. Well, the co-workers are the co-workers first. Now. Oh yeah. Uh, the co- no, I think he sees Allison first. Either way, and he sees Allison, and he's like, oh, hey, I've never really chatted to you, but I was just wondering if you wanted to get a coffee sometime, and is now able to talk to her yeah. because of his experience. As a person. Like, yeah. yeah. He's not weird about yeah. it. And she's like, oh, that's really sweet of you. I'm sorry, but I'm seeing somebody. And he's like, oh, okay, well, if it doesn't work out, then let me know. But yeah, bye. I can grab a coffee. And I'm like, okay. Cool. Could have done that four years ago. Absolutely. <laughs> um, his co-workers are dicks to him. They're like his co-workers mocking were all him. like mocking him. Um, and then he's like, go away. And like pulls a guy's <laughs> yeah. collar up. And we're like, ooh, that's an HR violation, Brendan. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's quite aggressive. Ooh. Um, he is directly so, mocking. Yeah, what I mean, he had I guess it understands why but, he would be mad at yeah. him. Yeah. But yeah. And then this bizarre scene when he's and like yeah. quit his so, job. Did he quit his job? I don't think he quits his job. I think he's just like Stormed leave off. me away, yeah. guys. He bikes up a hill and he's doing it's, this happy yeah, acting. He's doing this happy so biking big. up the so, hill. So this, uh, yeah, so this uh, film is set in San Francisco, yeah. famously hilly, and he bikes up one of the infamous really hills. Really hill, and it's just like yeah, he's just. There's a bunch of boxes. We're he not talks shown with that some... he's had a bike any earlier point. Yeah, he talks with a neighbor that we've never met, being like, oh, new neighbors. But it's just like aerodynamically impossible for him to not be like holding the bike <laughs> yeah, handles. It's true. Like, he the would handlebars. Be exhausted. He's not yeah, that and he's fit. Just we've seen what his there. body looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he gets up to his house and there sees boxes, these moving yeah. boxes. Boxes. And then neighbor's like, yeah, someone new. There's someone new. And then this girl turns around and it's fucking Francis again. Wearing a, a different wig <laughs> and a different character, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, hey, it's me, Nikki. I just it's, it's from my, the city. No, it's I'm I'm Nicole. I'm Nicole. Nicole. People Nicole. call me Nikki. Don't call me Nikki. I fucking hate Nikki. <laughs> and you're like, people call me Nikki, and then it turns to Nick, and then me, and then people just call me. Mm. And you're like, oh, this is a 
character. That's a character. She's got I mean, a, a choice. Personality. That's all she gets. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, "Oh my god, are she's you?" No, Kristen oh. Wiig. I'll tell you that. <laughs> And um, yeah, they bond over the fact that she has some nice speakers. It's yeah. been established earlier That's that he right. likes nice speakers. And then they're happy. They he's just like, oh wow, do you have a sister? And she's like, weird no, question. Yeah. She should be like weird question. Like, why do you no. ask what? Um, but yeah, so she's just another person who looks exactly like the other girl. And then um, we cut to them like yeah, hanging out by the water. Yeah. So, so this past. is this is like four months later, and they've clearly hit it off. The implication is. Uh, he's a better person now. He believes in himself. He doesn't somehow. Yeah, he doesn't have to wish to be another person anymore. He's I guess, content. Yeah, he's learned that. He, That's the big lesson. Yeah, I he's still something. a creepazoid. He's still got. We haven't. Po- he's, he's not been punished for any of his no, weird. And nothing about like her showing up in a different form is really. I mean, all it does is say like, like oh clearly he was only interested in the other girl because she looked good. She looked Absolutely. like she that. looked like <laughs> Allison and. What, also, why does he have polar? But I'm like, as in he was only interested in Allison for her looks in the first place. So of course, yeah. that's why there's a great. It's, it's, it's a like how 500 Days of Summer ends, where it's just like, oh, I'm autumn, and he's like, oh, sweet. Well, except 500 Days of Summer, like, it's, I think it's is a leading, critique. Is leading yeah. towards a like really great critique that's undermined yeah. by the ending, as Absolutely, opposed to this, yeah. which isn't leading anywhere. Yeah, no, it's not building anything. anything. It's just like, how about them the, gags? The disrespect on 500 Days of Summer. Yeah, excuse me, James. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of a quite kind of good mixed bag potentially to bring in. I love that. I like yeah. that film too. Yeah. It's also, I it's guess, a, yeah, it's pretty well regarded. I think it's fairly well, but it got a I lot think it's of sort of detractors. A lot of people don't like now. it. I think could, it was could, liked at first. And then, we could yeah. definitely do it because it's my favorite film of 2009. So It's a pretty good film, I think. It's such a good Actually, film. James. Yeah. Yeah, no, so no, no I, I liked it at the time and then I heard the criticism and then I hadn't gone back and seen it. So I watch it every time I'm sad, So which is every day. Okay. <laughs> I just I'm kinda tired, so I'm coming in and out. And I just came in right when that second right when you said that, I was like, oh also, shit. One thing we didn't talk about was Brendan Fraser's character has Polaroids of appliances and stereos in his yeah. back pocket. So this is one of the annoying things he does to what the co-worker at the beginning. He's like, hey man, I found like, did you want to look at these speakers? Oh, <laughs> I'm sure you, you're interested Polaroids. in technology. Let's bond over these Talk Polaroids. Talk about a fucking movie or some music. And the guy's just like, ah, no, I would like to go spend some time with my wife. <laughs> like, yeah, right on, man. Keep looking at those speakers. Oh, God. So, anyway, so yes, it ends. Final, final, final ending thing. As they walk into the sunset, we also see the devil and God playing chess against each other. Yeah, Ta-da. whatever. Yeah. What do we think of these actors, guys? Brendan, do we like him? Do we respect him? Do we see value in him? Um, is he bad? Is he good? I don't think when Brendan's bad in this film. Yeah. When no. it started, I was like, oh, shit. I He's didn't remember bad, this character being this unlikable I would say the character um, there's bad writing of yeah. this character mm, yeah. I, I think Brendan does a pretty good job actually I would say like the character is yeah, very actually. unevenly written yeah. I think the thing about Brendan is, is he's very game and I respect yeah. that a lot you know like, and, and and comparing because Austin Powers is a great um, comparison someone like Mike Myers can kind of get on my nerves it can kind of grate on me whereas Brendan never really does Mike mm. Myers is also a better comedian than Brendan though he can sell those jokes a lot better he can sell think- the jokes but I like his this is a style of thing where he's, going for, he's not going for a big character. He's trying to be the everyman. Mm. Yeah. But the way that it's written doesn't always support that because no. he's so obnoxious at the beginning mm. and he's so creepy at different bits throughout or like does stupid things, which just... And in the end, when he It makes a, it hard for us to accept yeah. as an everyman because we're like... Because he was so odd and socially awkward and weird. Yeah. 
that it just means we're like, oh, so we're also supposed to forget that. We're supposed to just be like, oh, he's just like in a bad social position. And it's very much a film that is as we've been made in, to just wash over you. It's absolutely. like, yeah. forget it. Well, and as we've learned in Forrest Gump, he's, look, every fuck up of his, he just fails up. Like, because he's a yeah. white man. Uh, white men fail up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. probably across the universe, similarly. <laughs> yeah. same. As well, he becomes <laughs> like, just, fail up. becomes an artist. Because like, he yeah. literally does not learn. Oh, I guess he learns something, but like, not enough. He's not punished yeah, enough. Yeah, it's not like a clear, like, thing that he, it's like, in terms of the clarity of the storytelling, it's not very clear at all. There's no say, sort of sense of like, here's the thing he had to learn about himself and fix in order to have a better life. Yeah. It's just a vague sort of thing about making wishes is not going to help. You got to work hard to have a happy life. It's say, around like being yourself and being But that's not even but there's no sort of clarity around that. No. The sense yeah. of that cuz like he there isn't a point confident. where he articulates for himself or for for the audience or you know not not even in a in a metaphorical way or a, a sort of unclear way that the problem before was that he wasn't being himself. Like we yeah. can read between those lines, but like, it's not actually a thing I think that the movie is trying to tell us. Yeah. Right. I mean that, that self at the start could have been, yeah. There's he no, wasn't, no point where there's it's no like sense he, where it's like, yeah, where he was like, on. Oh, I was putting that on. Like it doesn't come up. That, that, I think that there's no, nothing to say that that isn't who he is. Yeah. That's true. I must say like Brendan Fraser's screen persona is like on the borderline. It's like a tightrope performance of, for me of like is he likable and adorable or dorkable or is he just annoying and yeah. he, I think he straddles that line Definitely and I'm never quite sure sometimes I find him likable sometimes I find him mm. annoying yeah. uh, and uh, I think he's alright look I think he's like a nice man I think it's couched in with attractiveness too like I see yeah. like when, when I saw the shorts for Furry Vengeance where he's getting older and stuff like that I'm like gross whereas if he like looks young and youthful then I'm more partial <laughs> to it which is a real problem mm. um but uh, but ultimately, I come on the side of, of lacking him. Francis O'Connor, not good. <laughs> not my fave. A paper thin role. She doesn't. Yeah, yeah she doesn't get a lot to do, but she doesn't. Mm, yeah, make. A I lot would of say impact. this character has about twenty lines total in the yeah. whole film, despite yeah. being the third lead. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't really. Do uh, I remember her being good in AI. As, she was really good in AI. Yeah. I remember she came in. Uh, yeah, with that wave of like Australian actresses like. Uh, Tony Collette, Rachel Griffiths, Miranda Otto, and they've all succeeded, and obviously Nicole Kidman, Naomi Watts, and Kate Blanchett, but like they've all succeeded to varying degrees, like mm. Nicole and Kate at the top, Naomi and Tony in the middle, uh. Miranda, she's got Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Francis kind of just cheers AI, and um, I guess this kind of showed that like this was a role that could look all right on paper as a comedy role because she got to show different skills different accents different like yeah, but she but didn't she really do really any show do any anything point, any yeah. of those things. but even then she didn't really do anything with this role it's more like, like she's playing five underwritten characters yeah yeah <laughs> and she is not good yeah um, um she's very forgettable unfortunately that we forget about her throughout this film she's a felicia Bye. moving to elizabeth hurley one she's of the things that I, oh, I love elizabeth i kept hurley. on appreciating her with is she's really got a strut on like her her shoulders oh, yeah. are fully like she's so this is a perfect role for a performer yeah. not, not really an actress no she's, yeah. she's like, so comfortable in her to... own skin yeah because I don't think I know her from any other movie I actually know her mostly from the poster of Bedazzled and as Hugh Grant's, Hugh Grant's long-term, long-term partner and the, the safety yeah. pen dress yeah <laughs> because like she I definitely 
she came into consciousness, I believe, because she was Hugh Grant's partner when he uh, cheated with her with Divine Brown, mm. and he solicited her for ABJ, um, and mm. everyone was like, and this was during the whole Clinton scandal also, so she's just like, yeah, uh, the, the, the yeah. scorned woman. And everybody going like, how would you, could you possibly cheat on Liz Hurley? Yeah, like, yeah, uh, absolutely, yeah. Well, the thing that we're talking around... Um, Has she done her anything other, Her other big role is Austin Powers, the first one. That's right, International yes. She's also probably has a cameo in the second one, I suppose. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, and then the next one is Which, with. Um, to me, is a sh- like, did she not do much after that? Because I think she's got a really good screen presence. Yeah, me too. She did a couple of roles, like. She's been playing Morgan Le Fay in a thing called Runaway as a TV right. show. Because I don't think she's a good dramatic actress. Um, no. <laughs> uh, based on her crying, atrocious crying scene and her horrific, uh, angry scene. Oh, yeah. She's two bits where she's supposed to pretend to show emotion that's supposed to trick. But as, like, a, 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 a Bond girl-esque yeah. presence, she's I think she's like, amazing. She should be hosting reality Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, she was in Gossip Girl, which would have been a good role for her. But um, I think she's a tremendous presence. I think she was so comfortable in her own skin. She could be like a sub Rachel Vice, yeah. you know, like mm. I'm just looking at her at her Wikipedia page and I feel like she has not hosted a reality show and I'm like, why isn't yeah, there like is. a great reality show? She delights. could be hosting a reality Devilish show. Devilish delights with Ni- Oh my god, it's yeah. like Nigella and Liz yeah. Hurley just go on like yeah. around the world. Yes. I would love yes, that show. Would I would so watch so that. much of that. Yeah, she <laughs> like, like the to, charisma is like through the yeah, roof. Yeah, you're going to be charismatic, not really an actress. That's yeah. like, you know, that's not the role for everybody. You don't have to all be good at that. Totally. It has to be said. Incredibly beautiful. She's beautiful. Incredibly yeah. fucking sexy. Honestly, mm, yeah, absolutely. And we don't really get a lot of actresses with that specific kind of charisma. Yeah. Anymore yeah. with with a strong stage presence also because yeah. sometimes. Actresses are really sexy, like Megan Fox or something, but she doesn't Does really necessarily have a strong screen. charisma. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, screen presence. Mm. But yeah. Mm. yeah. So, uh, it sounds like we're about coming to the end of this podcast. Do we have anything else that we needed to so talk Any about? final thoughts? Why is or, it called Bedazzled? Uh, I, I guess because it's the, the original film and they didn't have any <laughs> other kind of title. Um, but that is a really good question. Um, I think it's just around something to do with magic and stuff like that. But, um, <laughs> oh, just, just general magic. see if the original one has a reason. Um, Who played? Oh, the devil's a man in the original. Oh, that's right. So it's Dudley Ooh. Moore and um, Peter Cook. Mm. I need a remake of that. Oh, but they, they do like, on the poster yeah. have a... A sexy lady there. I need a, a second remake of Bedazzled with sort a sexy of. man. Oh, Raquel Welch is in it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Homage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we don't probably know why it's called Bedazzled, but... No. Um, yeah, not clear. Not clear. Unclear. Um, so now I think well, we're just about hitting the two-hour mark on this. So bag it, um, bag it or let's talk it. about Bag it or Biff it. We probably yeah. need a jingle for this. Yeah. Do you want to do it then? You, you had something then? No. Okay, I might sample that though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you want to go first, or you're just saying? Oh yeah, I could go first because I haven't been first. Um, there are points in this film where I really enjoyed, like uh, again, like like an episode of SNL. It's a hit or miss, right? Like there are sketches where I'm falling out of my seat, uh, and a good episode for me is where there are more moments where I'm falling out of my seat uh, than when I'm not. And for this movie, series of sketches, 
<laughs> Unfortunately, I was not for most of the film. Mm. Um, Elizabeth Hurley was uh, guided me through the film wonderfully. Brendan was a bit hit or miss. Francis did not really rate her. Uh, I loved when it went absurd into this Austin Powers realm. Uh, but to me, <laughs> the writing is like very non-existent for this film. So yeah. I'm just, it's going to be a biff, man. Alright. Are you the same, Cass? I think I'm also on Team Biff. Um, like, I really... I felt like the jokes that did make me laugh, like, that I thought were really funny, there were a few of them, but there were more jokes which I felt like I could see the comedy, like, write, like writing up to them, but mm. the actual joke itself wasn't really funny or, like, it relied on some sort of 2000s-era... Oh, yeah, like, the homophobic joke jokes, thing, or homophobic yeah. or, or something else of which I was like, well, this is not funny. Um, and then just the, if, if it had had like a solid plot, like I think sometimes I can I can be okay with comedies that aren't like laugh out loud super funny if I'm like, oh, I'm charmed by it and like it seems like it's all well tied together in a neat little bow. But the, the sort of just drop off at the end really just, I think, yeah, if, it had, if, it, if there'd been a way for them to have an interesting plot that seemed to actually wrap itself up mm. in a satisfying way and feel like a satisfying to- story at the end, I would have been able to forgive the fact that it wasn't that funny. <laughs> um, but the fact that it just kind of, yeah, it decides to end and just sort of ends in this very very much a whimper rather than a bang, mm. I think was was the sort of nail in the coffin for me on this one. So I'm, I'm going to go with a biff. I, I got to say, I expected this movie to be a lot sexier <laughs> yeah. from memory. Mm. I thought um, Brendan and Elizabeth Hurley were going to get into more like sexual like Se- situations like, sort like, of like sex comedy kind yeah. of hijinks but there's not really very not much lot, of it it's yeah. mostly just that she's wearing plunging necklines so this yeah. is why your parents allowed you to yeah, to, to watch it, it right, was, right. it's just skirting <laughs> skirting the edge skirting the edge yeah so well for me um, the thing that I liked when I was growing up was uh, things that really go theatrical with it they, they go big and um exploring uh getting the chance to see you know actors like brendan fraser to like try these completely fraser. different roles <laughs> fraser sorry um uh that that films like austin powers and stuff like that seeing the uh, the extraordinary feats of these kind of um actors like mike myers and brendan um were like a really big draw for me and the, the that kind of premise of like the devil's here you get seven wishes and stuff like that is just always going to be enticing i'm always going to be like okay how are you going to tell that kind of story um and so yeah it's the 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 charm of it um sticks with me a lot more um yeah, the nostalgia is just so much so that it's one of those films that can't really i can't look at it objectively um and I do think that the yeah the 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 comedy roles as problematic as they are, particularly the the drug lord one and the the homophobic um, intellectual stuff, um, they are they are really enjoying to uh, uh, enjoyable to me that you get to see them do drastically different kind of things that the whole production design shifts um, could be could go further with it, but as a kid it was a really influential film so it's still after seeing it today it is still a bag it for me oh, i think James. yeah if you don't Fair enough like if yeah. this film like like i'm glad that this film exists even though it has a ton of problems um because it's a it's a fun film like you can pop it on and you can kind of watch it that it's just like something that you're like oh yeah that's bedazzled it doesn't completely nail it but it's very fun it's very entertaining it's very still sexy and you know uh, plenty of moments they could have gone further with that but um 
yeah it's definitely something you can have on in the background and kind of glance over and um judge or enjoy it's interesting to me that all three of these actors really don't have careers anymore yeah yeah that's true yikes yeah it's a real relic of this time mm. yeah a curse of the year 2000 the y2k virus <laughs> well and this is right when um because mummy was 1999 and mm. so brendan was kind of on the rise yeah just about yeah. At, at his highest kind of point yeah. i think um so yeah it's a strange strange artifact so if you do want to check it out i would i would recommend checking it out uh, with a lot of um stars a lot of what do you call it um asterisks caveats asterisks um and next week uh we don't know what we're doing well, and it's not going to be next week it's in two weeks, weeks. It's, matt's it's matt's choice, choice. it's matt's choice yeah it's not a clue by the way <laughs> it's not anything i mean yeah. yeah what i thought i was picking was something completely different from what i ended up with primarily because future app yeah, yeah it'll be a been changing his mind up until the day of recording <laughs> yeah and it's great keeps I'm, me on my toes i'm definitely tossing up a few options it's gonna be fun though i hope well look we've bagged three f- um, we've biffed three films now officially yeah, technically biffed three films yeah in terms so, of the ratings yeah out of so, two three. so it's so yeah, we we've, we've to... watched three bad films officially Mm. Um, we'll see if there's a fourth. Yeah. Or are we going to have our first bag? Yeah. And pretty soon we're going to be getting some guests on. We don't know when that'll be, but we want to start introducing that to Yeah. So if you want to come along and um, come to the show and be a guest, drop us a line. Yeah. yeah. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email it us at mixedbagcontact at gmail.com we do want to get some emails, some suggestions and stuff like that. So I haven't checked it. If you also just like or dislike the pl- the podcasts that we're doing like it once said the program yeah. <laughs> the program you can rate us on apple podcasts mm, or uh, just send us a line via the gmail if yeah. you think i'm very funny and witty please slide into my dms yeah uh so what are all our handles i'm at james kane 92 on twitter i'm at james edward kane on instagram and those are the handles that i wish to tell you about I am at Lula Morashi, L-U-L-A-M-O-R-A-S-H-I on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Real Love Reigns on Twitter and uh, at Matt the Lover on Instagram. And please follow me on Letterboxd because that's where all my film geekery um, kind of exists, which I keep to myself mostly, but you can see it, I guess. Okay, so <laughs> until next time, uh, reach into that mixed bag and pick out some goodies. Bye. <laughs> Is that <Bye>. anything? Cookie <laughs> <you> day, everyone. Reach into the mixed bag of fun. Get goodies. <laughs> in a podcast called Mixed Bag. <laughs>